0: Welcome, welcome <laughs> to episode... Oh, the chat cleared. Good. Um- <laughs> uh, welcome to episode six. This is the halfway point. Cause we're slotted for 12 episodes. Episodes... What is this going? Oh, that's how you count to six it- with Chinese hand gestures, oh. I guess.
1: You yeah, are.
2: Right, sounds like... Leo. That's six. six. I-,
0: I thought you were like, uh, hang loose, everyone. Hang <laughs> oh, <no>. Hang ten. <laughs>
2: Halfway Hang Six,
0: please. Hang Six. Uh episode 6 of Higher Education, a fifth edition Dungeons and Dragons game set in the Strix Haven universe with a wholly original story and a beautiful cast. Speaking of beautiful cast, let's say hi to them and they can tell us who they are and who they're playing and um and how beautiful they are. <laughs> how now, you want to start?
1: oh that's oh hello yes hi i'm hamna i don't normally start so this is different uh my name is hamna i use any and all pronouns uh and i am a very very beautiful ttfc performer um I am playing Jasha, who uses they-ray pronouns, who honestly is also extremely hot. Uh, it's upsetting, as somebody said on Twitter today. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I guess the only thing that you need to know about them for now is that they are an Earth Genasi, Sorcerer Bloodhunter, uh, who is going to handle this. We're going to handle this. Nothing's going to go wrong. Uh, we're all going to be fine. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Don't ask any questions. Uh and with that, I am going to pass it over to Drak.
3: Hi, I'm Drac or Draconics. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at draconics that's D-R-A-K-O-N-I-Q-U-E-S. I'm I'm a pretty decent teacher performer, I think. Um looks-wise, I think I'm at the least above average um, on a good day. Um <laughs> This is
0: slanderous, uh, please. <laughs> slanderous. Can you? Can you,
4: what, what are you saying? You're beautiful. What's more of this time with feeling? Yeah, let's start from <laughs> the top uh, and, this, and this Anyway, I to- play
3: Barry Uh He's a she, they pronouns, who is gorgeous. I think they're stunning. Um, I don't know if they know it. Um, I don't know if they care, frankly, um, but, and they're a, a Gorgon inventor with their um, construct named star or a star, which is, which stands for, give me a sec, because I never memorized this. Um, it stands for animated and specialized oh. titanium adamant alloy rig version thirteen. Um, Jack, we'll just you're, muted in
0: the, you're muted in the captions.
3: Uh, in the captions, let me see if we can fix that. Okay, hi. diego captions. Mm-hmm. Cool, perfect. Um, hi, I'm Jack. If <laughs> um, anyone I couldn't see, um, see or hear what I was saying, uh, I'm Jack. He they pronouns, playing by regards, he uses she, he they pronouns. there's a uh, contract name star. He uses she they it pronouns if you want to ever refer to them. Um yes, that's it. I'm gonna throw it over to Liv.
5: <laughs> hey everybody, hi, I'm Liv. I use she they pronouns and I will be playing Cyril Lily twill who uses uh Ooh they them pronouns i don't know why i must use he literally they've never used he a moment since they were born um it's but that's a different
1: conversation
5: <laughs> is is live i'm so not live oh my god it's zero transitioning <laughs> well i okay so i've always headcanoned zero as a map actually um yeah uh, but uses they them pronouns so there's your little bit of lore for today um Oh, um, I think that I, you know what? I do look very pretty today. I was really struggling with my makeup and then I kind of busted out the last five minutes and that's usually my best makeup looks. Um, in fact, if you go on Twitter, my pinned tweet is one of them. You can find me on Twitter at liveinaday and I'm very excited to be here with everybody playing Ciro who, I'm I'm ready for this new era of Ciro, I think. <laughs> And now I'm going to pass it off to, um, I'm going to pass off to Connie
2: hey everyone i'm connie my pronouns are they he and she you can find me across the internet at by connie chong and uh twitter tiktok where have you uh, i am playing mystic Oak stag Zul graves stag is everyone's favorite emotionally unavailable massively muscular butch lesbian uh non-binary icon uh and i'm ready for her to not process the fact that we just manslaughtered a guy <laughs> uh Addie's now in pieces at the bottom of a poop chasm. Uh, So I'm excited to deal with the fallout of that. Uh, But yeah, stag is very emotionally stable right now. Definitely. Yes, 100%. No lie. (laughs) C take it away.
4: Hi, everyone. My name is C and I'm pretty. Thank you. Uh, I'm playing X tonight who uses they them pronouns who is also very pretty, but in like a kind of scary way, like scary pretty, uh, as what I've decided just now. Uh, You can find me making very trans, very gay art of all of my very pretty OCs on the internet at Pie Sharp Art. And now I'm going to pass it back to Vanna because I want to play. I want to play so bad. I'm going to eat my microphone. Do it.
0: I'll give you. F- oh, no. For free. Okay, good.
5: <laughs> but you know, what's not for free? Beatboxing.
0: That's right. at $200. <laughs> i just think it's so funny we we promote this 200 hundred dollar tier every week for connie to beatbox and connie's never gonna and get no to beatbox. One, we never hit it <laughs> we <laughs> so no we're gonna do it. it
1: one day one day it's gonna happen i am manifesting, manifesting it love. yeah okay. i'm manifesting like, it. <laughs> it like one day we're gonna hear the stag beatbox it's gonna happen it's I, gonna be so <laughs>
2: underwhelming <laughs> i know like I three mouth
5: Boots and cats. Boots and cats. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Boots and cats.
0: <laughs> Well, here's the deal, y'all. About um, the goal is it's there at the bottom. If you're watching us uh, live or in the VOD, uh, but you can also do exclamation point goal in the chat. If like, it links to our pally page, any tips you make there are split evenly between all of us very pretty people. Um, and if we hit a hundred, it'll unlock a bonus scene, which will happen at the end of next episode. Uh, we have one for you today. Thanks for unlocking it last week. Um, and if we hit two hundred dollars, double the daily goal, Connie will beatbox in character, even even when yep. if you hit it, and and Stag is in the middle of a a, a mental breakdown, Stag <laughs> will stop and find yes. a reason narratively to start beatboxing so um please do yourselves a favor to be honest (laughs) i need
1: this to happen when stag is in like a scene with her parents with, like yeah, a really <laughs> intense like you know, a like in high school
3: musical high school musical really yeah, yeah like, yeah. Bolton, to re- like
1: and, dad I wanna be a musician
2: <laughs> but I do it and my and dads are like mm, that's not that's good like it's <laughs> one
5: thing <laughs> if you're good but- closer to being a high school musical strix haven mashed <laughs> <laughs> dark Listen, academia this is okay, a true hold on. Trojan horror all of our <laughs> characters
2: are in different movies right now okay stack <laughs> in high school music <laughs> Yeah. what movie is everybody else in? X is in the fucking godfather or you're in jennifer's body
5: yeah she <laughs> said? who said godfather who's in the godfather? that's not a high
2: school I feel like movie in, like a no what no it doesn't have to be it's like a crime oh, thriller i, I thought feel like in high school movies
0: <laughs> oh so x Vanna, is in the heathers right
2: who? Oh my God!
0: I haven't <laughs> seen this <laughs> I if in Sky Family. High
3: school, high school movies. I guess so.
5: I mean, Heather's is a very good one, and um, one of my personality traits. So we're gonna it. move past this before I spiral.
6: <laughs> I'm in sky high. Cool. Okay,
1: <laughs>
0: <Okay>. sky high. Cool. Let's go. I'm in Sky High. I'm in Sky High. Bar is in Freaks and Geeks. Freaks sure. and Geeks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Wait, what about Zero? We need to do Zero before we move on. Mean Girls. Easy. Easy. Yeah. Uh, next.
2: Okay,
3: yeah. cool. go. Yeah. Or yeah. well, the Netflix adaptation of. Um... The Wings Club. Um.
5: How (laughs) fucking dare Vanna in the in the show dead ass. How fucking dare you?
0: You know that this is a fucking that's triggering. That's upsetting. I don't know what this is in reference to, but I can tell that you've hurt Liv and I need you to think on that. Um, I don't think I ever
3: said a word I hadn't hurt Liv and I don't think what the
5: fuck is wrong with you
3: Liv's
0: birthday is in two to three days. I don't know when Monday is.
1: Is it two three days? days? Two, it's
0: two does days. Does today count as one of the days?
1: No, it does not. Oh.
3: Yeah, it's pretty much able for me well, anyway. Well, two and days. I love you.
0: I <laughs> love uh cheesy potatoes. <laughs> oh
3: oh yeah.
0: no, not oh, the no, sword. Better. Come on, I like better, this. I like this. Wow. y'all stop goofing so I around. I love you, Liv. Okay. What? Liv knows that I don't have to tell you, Liv, right? You know.
1: No, I know. You know. I
5: know. I made
0: but you. But I will always
1: tell you. Oh, well. Then I won't shit. say it, but I'll say it. I, so I'm, really the the mistress.
5: I'm actually in a movie. I'm in a rom-com about trans- <laughs> transcontinental streaming. <laughs> excuse me why'd you
2: use that proper like <laughs> yeah what the proper <laughs> <kind of laughs> word <laughs> transcontinental railroad why is it a re- why is it a
0: reimagining of gone with the wind i'm
5: so confused <laughs> not gone with the wind not no. with two black people here not gone with the wind. <laughs> also so clearly not continental drag is in a different country so i Entirely. did use that wrong Transatlantic. Trans-
2: Transatlantic. Right, Transatlantic. Right, like across the ocean <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, oh, y'all need to stop goofing. I'm busy.
3: Yes, we committed the murder. Let's go.
0: No, I have to plug our stuff. Oh, <laughs> oh. oh my bad.
3: Murdered. We didn't commit a murder. Uh, Scrap that.
1: Not yet. Not yet.
0: <laughs> y'all, Higher Education, the show we're hypothetically going to do at some point, is presented by the one and only Penny Dragon Games. And right now on the dot gg (laughs) what's their what's their dot on kickstarter you know the website you can now check out their latest one dollar one shot the case of norn talk um they're releasing a series of one dollar that's right one human american dollar will get you an entire campaign they're they're going to launch regularly They are short and digital only, so you don't need to wait around uh, for fulfillment of a physical item. You're going to get it within like two weeks of the Kickstarter ending, Um, and they're going to be a PDF, and they're going to be sexy and ready to use, Um, and they're going to include a a mystery one-shot, an NPC, a monster, a battle map. Original art and more, all just for $1. And if that isn't enough, because I know all of you are greedy little grubbies, <laughs> all backers will receive a bonus one-shot for free. For free dollars. That is $1.00 and free cents for 2 one shots and then some other stuff that is sexy and cool. So make sure you follow the Kickstarter and you can do exclamation point P D G in the chat to get a direct link. So go do it right now. Go back to Kickstarter for $1. You silly gooses. Um, other things we need to talk about are other sponsors. Thank you so much to all the uh, companies that have sponsored us. They're all fantastic. They all make amazing products uh, for and related to the tabletop of the RPGs uh, so please go check them out fill your carts and make your dreams come true. Uh, it's really it's the season treat yourself and someone else if you want to. me for instance um, <clears throat> content warning check out our list of content warnings this will be updated as we go but right now we're sitting with gore trauma, psychological abuse, death and bullying. Uh, please take care of yourselves. And if you need to step away or leave the episode for any reason, that is a-okay. Hopefully we can see you back in the future when the subject matter is less straining for you. Um, Of course, check out our casts at Cast at any point in time. Those are their Twitters. Best way to be able to find them uh, everywhere that they're doing amazing things uh, beyond, of course, this show. And then you can also check out, Uh, our podcast we have three episodes live right now i should have episode four up in the next few days um and uh you can support the cast also on ko-fi becoming a subscriber one-off whatever you want but we have a goal right now we're currently five percent away from completing and if we hit that we're going to release another edited player interview on our twitter so go check that out and follow us on twitter while you're at it at higher ed uh and if you are on the social media doing stuff and you want to talk about the uh, talk about the show talk about the cast uh share some fan art uh maybe a um um a song you wrote uh, about us and how pretty we are <laughs> please use the hashtag <laughs> #higheredRPG um and don't forget to follow the channel and i think that's all i've got also by the way i'm havana <laughs> you can follow me here at twitch.tv/havana that's v a n a and i mostly stream the vigi games full time um but here's where my heart is and here is where we will dive Into the show unless anybody's got anything else good to go all right the dawn finally breaks on the longest night of your lives the sun rises the same as it ever has peeking up over the hills glinting through the star arches and backlighting the campus buildings with a sweet indulgent hues the people around you move the same as they ever did Pulling on clothes, opening and closing the doors, heading out for a day of learning, hard work, and enduring, Arcavios continues to trundle forward despite the halting intrusion of your own secrets and machinations. We jump down to the now more ruinous sewer and find ecstasy, wearing the skin of their dead parent, Eve, walking with unfettered intention down the sewer ways in search of Dave. X quickly finds the pile of excrement that the party last saw Dave indulging in now diminished from his feasting. They see no sight of Dave, but pick
6: up a faint snoring emitting from inside the refuse. Oh. This presents something of a problem. X looks at the
4: snoring poop Pile. And clears
6: their throat quietly. Excuse me, Dave. Excuse me, Dave. Is someone there? Yes. You see, like, the, this Dave's giant
0: maw, uh, just for, forever smiling, that, that impossibly wide toothy grin, sort of forms out of the pile, so it almost looks like the pile of shit is talking. <laughs> and he goes, who is that?
4: Just a friend. I heard a rumor that there's something behind that door with the red X on it.
0: A rumor? And then his sensory stock with the multiple eyeballs and other uh, feely things punches out higher up on the ship pile and takes you in. And is like, I don't recognize you.
4: I don't think you would for any particular reason.
7: So how do you know about the X on the door?
4: How did you know about the X on the door? I'm a friend of Klecker's.
7: I live here. Klecker doesn't have any friends except the rats and the worms. I guess maybe I'm his friend. I don't know. We've got a bit of a strange relationship. And I, I think he's gone.
4: For now. But he asked me to do something before he left. Something that involves you. Do you think you can help me with that?
7: Klecker asked you to ask me for help.
6: Yes, that's right.
0: He, You see his body shifting, and so does the, the <laughs> pile of refuse upon him. Uh, and he steps out, and some of it slumps off the back of him. And then like a dog, he shakes his body, and, and uh, the shit just goes spraying everywhere, all over you, all over the, the curved walls of the sewer.
4: Can I roll something to see <laughs> yeah. whether or not I flinch from this? Yes, yeah, go for it. Uh, I'll try charisma, charisma saving throw. Let's see. I rolled a a 19, 21. X doesn't flinch as it splatters across their body.
7: Oh, sorry about that. Usually no one's standing near when I
6: disrobe. That's quite all right. I'm used to the sewer.
7: You know, it's strange, though, because... You know, Klecker's never asked me for anything. He's a bit of a, um... I don't know, he's an independent guy.
4: Yes, that's true. But desperate times. This is a very important task I'm asking you to do. It may seem simple, but... For me, and for Klecker, and for you... It will become a task of the most importance. Of this year, certainly, perhaps of your entire life. Well,
7: I don't know. I'll be the judge of that. What is it?
4: And X reaches kind of around their body and pulls out this, like, uh, bag of ashes. This bag of dirt. I need you to sprinkle it in with the rest of the magic
6: behind the door with the red X on it. Sprinkle it in? Why? Because I asked you to. Well, I don't know because you. Because Kekka asked me to.
7: Why do you know even talked to anyone? Except the rats.
6: He trusts you. Maybe you could wear spats too, if you do this well enough. Like the rats do. Well, you know, I've got my hat, so I don't need need too much. It's not necessarily about what you need. It's about what you
4: want.
7: If you know Klecker, where'd he go?
6: What happened? His house is all in shambles. It is, but he'll be back. Don't worry. He'll certainly be back.
7: Where's he gonna live? His his house has fallen down and there's rocks everywhere. And I rocks heard Screaming. Can be right, well he's got hollow bones.
4: Klecka is a lot tougher than anyone gives him credit for. You know that well enough, don't you? And your house, and they kind of gesture at the refuse pile, (laughs) which has been like splattered out and about, is also destroyed in some ways, is it not? Well, the process of building a home is one of the most joyful,
6: so they say.
7: Who says that? (laughs)
4: Klecko.
6: I don't quite know. Me either. People. People. They would. (laughs) They would yes, say that. people would. But you and I know a little bit better than that. I know you worry for Klecka, but doing this will help us. It really will.
4: And maybe if you do do this, Klecka will be able to come home sooner.
6: We'll be able to come back sooner. Once it's safe.
0: Can you give me a deception check or
4: um what's the other one
0: a convincing check? (laughs) Persuasion, persuasion. I assume. I
4: swear to God, I play D &D, anD swear. (laughs) Uh, Seven.
0: Well, with advantage because he's he's uh, okay. Thank God, he's very vulnerable right now.
4: Oh God. Okay. 18. Okay.
0: Yeah. I think he, his eye stock uh, or his sensory stock sort of wavers back and forth for a moment, taking you in and considering what you've said. And then he says, so if I do this,
7: then Klecker can come home faster.
6: Yes. And you promise. Because, I mean, we weren't friends,
7: but we were like neighbours and it's it's awfully lonely down here all by myself. And, you know, I was used to being alone before, but then I was here and Klecker was here and all the little rats were here, and the worms.
6: And now they're all gone. And it's quiet. And I'd rather it not stay that way. I think I understand what you're talking about.
7: Do you?
4: I'm used to a very quiet life myself. I had never really had friends or neighbours or people around me before, either. And despite reason, (laughs) despite... Everything I know, I find myself wanting them to stay, wanting to stay with them. So, yes, I promise
6: that if you do this, you won't be so lonely anymore. Is it going to hurt? No. You don't mind what's behind the door with the red axe, do you? No. Then it won't hurt. Dave reaches out with
0: one of his barbed tentacles, offering his palm.
6: And X gently places the bag of ash in the tentacle hand. Low or high? High. Well, I'll just be on with it then. Uh, And
0: Dave starts trundling over uh, or down one of the passageways in the direction of of the red door. Red X door do you like intend to supervise him or are you going to leave after he heads in the direction of his task?
4: I think X would stay just to make sure that he comes back Mm -hmm. and they'd say their goodbye. Okay. Yeah. You can,
0: um, you if you're not following after him, you can still hear sort of the, the pieces of the door, uh, clattering as he moves them to the side. um, and a bit of, I think, maybe, like, squish as he walks through the amalgamation of arcane waste, um, and then no noise, and then everything in reverse, uh, and he trudges back up to you, and he goes, All right, job's done.
4: I appreciate it. I won't disturb you anymore for the rest of the night. Or day, I suppose it is now.
7: Well, it doesn't quite matter down here. Just go to bed when you're well, tired. <laughs> Eat when you're hungry. I won't disturb your rest. Are you hungry?
4: No, thank you. I just ate.
7: If you wanted to stay for a little bit, and you know, if you've been busy, you want to rest your heels. I bet I could find a chair somewhere down here. <laughs>
4: I, um, I'm afraid that I might make some other people very lonely if I stay away for too long.
7: Oh, I suppose that's the thing.
6: Someone's always lonely. What'd you say your name was? Eve. Well, that's a pretty name, I think. My name's Dave. Thank you. Dave,
4: it's lovely to meet you, and I hope to see you again soon.
6: You too,
7: will you be moving back in with Klecker?
4: We'll see. Are you I two? can't say that Clekka and I were that close. Oh. Certainly not that close. Oh, okay, well, you know,
7: we've got plenty of room for new neighbours.
4: I think you might have some new neighbours soon enough. Or at least occasional visitors.
7: Oh, that would be so nice. Well, then enjoy your your time. Nice to meet you.
4: Nice to meet you too, Dave.
7: And you tell Klecker that, you know, I've done it so he can come back now.
4: I'll be sure to let him know as soon as possible. Thank you. And he, I think An he uses, disappears down the hallway.
0: Yeah, and as you're as you're turning away, he uses one of his free tentacles to to tip his top hat <laughs> on his sensory stalk at you. Uh, incredible. So a lot has gone down in a short period of time. So what I want to do is a bit of a time skip, where we're going through a week or two. maybe even three as things unfold both internally and externally and the psychological and physical consequences of your actions (laughs) and inactions uh begin to take hold um so what i want to hear from y'all is In your day-to-day of going to school and having to go to class and having to maintain a relationship between the people involved and the people not involved
6: and sort of settling things within
0: yourself, how does that change the way your routine looks or how you engage? Um, and if somebody has an idea on what's to start, you can volunteer or I can and start calling on people.
6: I'll go.
5: Okay. I'll heroically step forward. Ah. Um, <laughs> I think that Ciro really throws themselves into their studies. Yes. Um, but definitely you also notice Ciro throwing themselves more into like the social aspect of Strixhaven. I mean, even though we're grad students, like Ciro definitely is, I mean, people still do things, you know what I mean? So Ciro's going to like a lot of cohort meets and um a lot of like school activities, and will mention this to Jaisha. And we'll mention this to stag, but otherwise doesn't seem to be speaking to the rest of the group, a.k.a. X and Baru, less and less and less. Like, I think before this whole interaction, they had just gotten to the point where it's like, okay, well, like. Obviously when I go out and have breakfast with myself and Jaysh is there, I'm going to make Jaysh a cup of coffee, but also if like Baru and X are there, I'll get them a beverage or just like make enough toast for everybody, but not say anything like that. Those soon ass actions. <laughs> um, but uh, otherwise, no, like does not really interact with them does their best to stay away from those two. Uh Yeah which is so great to have a roommate like that, right?
0: (laughs) We've all had
5: that roommate, right? (laughs) I think I've been that roommate. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, listen, set up your boundaries. I'm sure, Vanna, you were doing it because you had boundaries. I don't think that's why Ciro's doing it. Mm. Why is Ciro doing it?
6: Because Ciro was told to, more or less. Truing. Mhm,
0: mhm, mhm. Anyone else got an overview of the following days and weeks after the incident, Connie?
2: Yeah, I've got something. Uh, I think as simultaneous to Ciro throwing themselves into their studies and their cohort work, Stag throws herself into training, like she. Obviously, like regularly exercises and keeps up with her acts and her martial forms and whatnot, but she kind of like overdoes it this week. She's in the gym in the arena, like from sun up till sundown, only taking breaks to eat very quickly, uh, and to do the obligatory grad student things she has to do, like obligatory faculty meetings or like obligatory check-ins with her supervisor. But other than that, she's she's training. Like she doesn't even take the glamour off of her acts to practice music or keep writing for that entire Week, uh, she's just sharpening specifically her reflexes. So we see her in like like an obstacle course with like a bunch of like swinging blades and like dummies she has to weave between, and she's like testing her dexterity and texting her reflexes all the time. Like she moves into a booth for a reflex text where like lights will come up and she has to like hit them in the right order, like and tries to do them faster and faster and faster and faster. And I think by the end of this week, she's honed her reflexes so much that she has gained a feral instinct, which means she has advantage on initiative roles now. And she, um, if she's surprised at the beginning of combat, she can act normally on her first turn anyway, as long as she enters a rage. Uh, so I think every activity she participates in, that same image is flitting past her mind's eye of... Chorus like falling past her fingertips. If she had just been faster, if she'd just gotten there faster, grabbed him sooner, grabbed him sooner, grabbed him sooner, sooner, this wouldn't have happened. So she's just trying to make sure that never happens again.
0: Perfection. And yeah, for anyone who didn't know, because I don't know if we said it on stream, the players did level up since last session. So we're level seven now. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Who's next?
1: I can go. Okay. Uh Jaisha during this next week or two is reinvigorated in their work. Ray throws themselves similarly to Ciro and Stag, uh throws themselves into their thesis, into their work. And what that specifically means is that Ray has been, well, ramping up all of the different experiments and all of the different studies that Ray does for their work. They have been talking to a lot of different people on campus, trying to get as many volunteers as possible to do all of their biological experiments in order to create mutagens, to create alterations to the body that work on people that are not themselves. And probably their supervisor has been pleasantly surprised, but also a little bit concerned that Jaysha is moving through this process much faster than is probably scientifically well, firstly advised, but secondly ethical um, because Ray is looking for a solution and looking for it quickly. They do not have time to sit through and to wait for um, approval from different committees and different um, bureaucracies. They don't have time for that. We don't have time for that. And so Ray is kind of actively going through this and i think at the same time they have this nagging feeling in the back of their mind that tugs at them constantly uh that reminder of the vision that ray saw down in the sewers and they've been thinking about it over and over and over again this lake this feeling this vision of the crumbling of strixhaven this building and to. D- this calamity that's going to happen. And I think it's been making Jaisha a little bit paranoid as well. And so Ray has been kind of to the opposite of Ciro. Uh, while Ciro has been avoiding a lot of the group, I think Jaisha has been weirdly present in everyone's lives. Jaisha is constantly checking in on everybody to make sure that nothing is going wrong, that nobody has been approached by somebody else, that they're okay, that... Uh, just, just just, trying to maintain some semblance of control over the situation, because right now they feel like they have
6: lost control over a lot. Perfection. Drac?
3: Yeah. Um, I think the first few days, Baru had been absent. I don't think he went into any of the classes. He hasn't even really gone back to the zero house. He's kind of made his workshop um, their home for at least the first maybe few days to a week. Um, and in that workshop, he hasn't been able to bring himself to do anything really um, in kind of a state of paralysis where every time he strikes metal, every time he welds it, the sounds that come off of the equipment always seems to sound like the shattering of chorus. And they are never able to work on really anything for more than a few minutes. Um, So they kind of just sit in that paralysis of physically not being able to do it. And then the guilt of not being able to do it, pushing them to try to do it again, and then forcing them back into that paralysis and just kind of keeps going and going. Um, And then I think at some point, they go off to buy a spell scroll with a silence um, spell on it because they figure that they everyone's kind of they they're relying on what they're able to do and right now they're useless so they're trying anything and everything to be useful and as far as they can tell it's the sound the memory of the killing of chorus has keeping them paralyzed um so they buy a spell score which i imagine would have probably taken up quite a lot of their um at the very least budget allowance where they have for that week or month um and in the second week or so they start actually working on the rings and i imagine they're only able they're only able to get one done because of the cost of the science spell scroll and the cost of the materials um and once they have that done they like everyone else dive into or at least like um syrah and stag dive headfirst into work um, they're improving Star, which um, to the point where Star now is able to cast limited spells. They've used the arcane transceiver that um, previously, before the campaign started, um, X had gotten for um, Baru and added some extra components just to keep it from overheating and possibly breaking and fracturing. Um, and they've just kind of They've reached a point where they're not even trying to excel at what they're doing. They're very much like, I'm just going to do what I need to do and then zone out for a few hours on end. Um, and that's kind of been what they've been doing for the past however many weeks.
0: How much money does Baru have?
3: Um, The parents are pretty not like well off they're not nobles i think they're like um i don't know i don't know I actually don't know um how to put into words for dnd well, settings i've never been in a game that it mattered in.
0: oh money matters <laughs> of course <laughs> um because i think that scroll would be at least like 150 to 200 gold pieces
3: oh i think they would have okay. that like at the very least yeah
0: Okay. Um, do your do Bairo's parents sponsor their work or does Arcavius or not Arcavius, Arcadium?
3: Yeah. Um Stag Daddy. Oh, that's a good question. I've never thought about that. Um I think Baru's parent parents send them like money, uh, like just any uh, parent would just be like, "Hey, here's some extra money for food and stuff if you want." Um for the actual work, I I honestly I imagine Arcadium does. Yeah.
0: So is this Outside the realm of their usual allowance that they had to ask for extra funds or a um like what do you call it? A
6: when you like get it early, kind of, when you get yeah,
3: it, um, an I advance. Think, I think and honestly, um uh Connie, you can correct me on this, um, because you obviously know the character's parents more than I do, but I imagine that um arcadian would be like always have always offer up, like if you want early like, payment, let me know and I'll do it. But Barry just never needed to ask for it. They've always been very good about, about budgeting and planning out how much and when they're going to buy equipment and uh, material and stuff like that.
0: But you did so ask. This,
3: but this time I did ask. And I think that's probably like a first time. Uh,
4: <laughs> okay. Yeah. See? X is like an odd ghost in the house. Like... I think that they are very similarly to Baru very absent they are off doing different tasks like they set themselves to a task every day they go to class they do their work but they are very rarely around other than that um except in those like odd opportune moments like a late or like a very early morning when Ciro is like coming out of their room. And X also just happens to be going back into their room and like, will make eye contact with them across the hallway, but not say anything and go in. Like, I think there are a lot of moments like that. Um, similarly where like Baru will find food on her work desk, like in the, like in their private workshop, like different things like that, that are very obviously left by X for different people, like little things specifically for Baru. Um, but, like, very rarely, like, any actual sightings of them, except, like, in these little, like, flashes of moments. Um, they're frequenting the sewers, and they are looking for clues. Like, they are deep, deep, deep in the library. And they are, they're looking, they're hunting Kleka down, is what they're doing in their free time. Like, actively.
0: I love that. What do you, what would, what would they be trying to find in the library?
4: any like records school records of this person if they were like on sports teams and stuff like that okay um any like re- you know like reports about odd behavior if they like found this person's records they would they would definitely sneak into also like offices um to find different like school records if they had found something like to be not or censored in the library or something like that
0: so i think around the start of the second week after the incident you're you're doing that you're going through records you're doing petty crimes to get access to to specific files uh, and you do find well give me an investigation check oh delicious very well 13 13 and then give me one more for week 2
4: understood I rolled the same thing twice, another thirteen.
0: We faked. Um so you find
6: the I guess like charter of the champions of Mage Tower from ten years ago. And you see Klecka's name on that list. Mm.
4: x has no respect for libraries they would tear the page out of whatever book it's in pocket it yeah. uh and then like in one of those kind of ghost moments where they haven't been seen for a check swatch five days they would like show up outside of a uh, stag's door with the piece of paper
0: okay. yeah i imagine it's probably like a yearbook or something that you found um and it just has one of those uh pages where it's like dedicated to the champions of the year blah blah blah. <laughs> Let's go mage tower. Uh, and Kleka's like on the very end. There's a picture of Kleka on like the very end, fully puffing out, uh, his chest. But the rest of his team members, uh, are not standing by like close to him, or there's some uncomfortable distance compared to their proximity, which is them. Leaning over each other
6: and laughing and smiling You get a knock on your door, stag. A uh, stag is in the middle of doing push-ups.
2: I think she's got her like workout clothes on uh like a tank top i think tucked into some like workout sweats uh you know and some socks right and she's just in the middle of like doing like at, like uh, 132 133 134 uh yeah one second <clears throat> and she like pushes herself up grabs like a sweat towel sort of mops at her face and her the back of her neck and her hair which is still in her it's
6: braid as usual uh is kind of like sticking to her skin as she opens the door hey Hi. And they shove the paper like at Stag Oof. against her chest, basically.
4: Oof, what's this? I found them. I can't find anything else, though. The library is oddly hostile to actually finding information inside of it. But this is.
2: And Stag sees. The image of Klikka and like her face, I think, tightens like a fist and she like sticks her head out into the hallway, looks left, looks right. And then if X will not dodge, will grab you by your shirt and pull you into her room and like pull the door shut. You were just looking for this openly in the library? Did anyone see you do this or search for
4: this? Why would they? I'm always in the library. I'm a poetry major. That's true. Wait, did you just tear this out of a book? Yes. That's how you check them out, if you don't want the whole book. Uh,
6: th-
2: that's absolutely not how libraries work, but I'm glad you didn't actually check it out, because it'd be bad if people could see on record you were looking for this sort of thing. Uh, don't tell Baru or any of those nerdy types about this, okay? They might have a... what's it called? A, a, a constipation. Conniption. Yeah, that's the word. So, what does this mean? This is from ten years ago, mm, and Stag's gonna look down. Does she recognize any of the other faces as alumni?
0: Uh, give me a history check.
2: Okay, I have a flat zero to that baby. Yep, hey, that's
0: a seventeen. Seventeen. <laughs> um, so they're not anybody you haven't been at Strixhaven for ten years. So it's someone you would recognize personally. Uh, But just from like, I think like local renown, uh, maybe a a couple of them, you know, since they were the and I think the they were the champions of the Battle of Strixhaven, which is an event that only happens every 10 years. So and what is that? It's like just like a, and they use the big stadium and they get the best players chosen like by faculty Mage Tower and staff. Event. Yeah, the best players mm-hmm. versus a, a team of the other best players. So like the top, you know, 10 students at Mage Tower in the past decade um, and have them versus each other. And these were the winners. So I think there is like some local renown for that as much as there would be for like um, a college sport
2: sure no that makes sense like oh grabowski scored the winning touchdown back in 97 and people are still talking about it that's or something. right
0: oh grabowski. Okay. <laughs>
2: grabowski so is there
0: a grabowski i recognize
5: that's still yes. alive
0: yes okay oh wait i see what you're saying uh you haven't heard of them it doesn't seem like they've gone on to do anything else notable that's that fine that's fine remembering but one of them is named gerbowski
2: <laughs> okay <laughs> okay yeah i think that's the one stag fixates on because that's the face they remember and if the picture is like titled with their names at the bottom or something because that yeah. actually capture the pictures yeah, yeah, yeah. right i we think it, it capture- has a little okay.
0: yeah name list at the bottom it, it's just very small print
2: <sighs> wait i know this one
0: also also kleka looks normal, fine, un any bulb patches on their head their feathers are fully intact their beak is fully intact uh their eyes are like a little sunken but they're not deranged or milked over <laughs> um, uh-huh. sorry i said milked um so yeah
2: just a note on that i i recognize this one yeah um what's gurbowski's first name gerald
5: <laughs> gg gerald jeremy it's Grabowski.
2: Gerald, it's gerald with
5: a j the fourth oh my god okay sure
2: um gerald Grabowski. yeah this guy was a living legend i guess next to Klecka. Huh, Klecka still got all his feathers in this one i think gerald still lives near campus we could probably even go talk to him if we really needed to
4: i think that would be a good idea I brought it because you said your father's had connections. I was wondering if they'd be able to give any insight into this event, see if there was any footage from the match that we could watch to see if something happened. Right.
2: Yeah, that's a really good idea, actually. Uh, they know all kinds of people. You know, one of my dads probably has a connection with an archivist, you know, a far-flung quarter of Arcavios who does have match footage, though this was a pretty famous match, so I bet a lot of people would have that kind of data uh and you get the sense uh actually just based on kind of how stag's waffling you get the sense that she's reluctant to reach out to her dads like she hasn't said yeah i'll do it even though she did say like under the moon arch that she would and it's been two weeks
4: have they given you any other information do you need more oh uh, yeah, you know, I just haven't, they're,
2: they're both really busy, so schedules haven't really lined up yet. You know, the stars haven't exactly knocked themselves into perfect alignment for a meeting with the,
4: with the fathers. I didn't think you were the type of person to wait to do the things that you wanted to do.
2: I'm not waiting. I'm not waiting. I'm just, I'm just, you know, there's a good time and a place, you know, strike when the iron's hot and the iron isn't
4: super hot right now we just gotta heat it up then i suggest we begin to heat it up like like now yes like now
2: okay yeah but (laughs) yeah you know what if the iron is uh kind of cold it doesn't like being heated up and you know double-edged Cuts pretty deep if you handle it wrong, ask the wrong questions, you know, show up late (laughs) or have, you know, bad grades. The iron is kind of
6: mean. Are you afraid? Huh? No, what? No, no, I'm not scared of anything,
2: really. It's just they can be intense and I've only asked them for two things in my life. Like real things and not, you know, regular stuff like. I Can we have steak for dinner or whatever? That's normal. I mean, like real things that I've asked for, and I worry this would, you know, count on the tally because they keep a tally of the things I ask for. And then they ask me for data to follow up how things are going after I ask them for the things. And if things are doing poorly, then that's a tally in the don't give stag things. Let her figure things out. And if it does well, then it's a tally and then maybe we should support stag column.
6: They've got a whole formula. One of them developed it. The other one implements. I see. Mm-hmm. Stag. If we're ever going to be able to sleep at night again... We? All of us. Right, huh? Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Then I suggest... <laughs>
4: Fuck you, Connie. (laughs) I'm
6: running past it. This is the time to ask. I need you to ask.
4: If you don't, our time here runs out faster
6: and faster and faster. Got it. Uh, And this is directly related to how you took care of things down there right yes (sighs) all
2: right i'll stop putting it off you know what just i'll even ring up right now i'll schedule a meeting with the pops with the old men (laughs) all right and stag goes over to like her desk and pulls out from where she'd hit it behind like weights and so- like, uh, uh, song, like cunningly hidden songbooks, uh, which are just like. Uh, she would take out like a sheet of parchment and put it over the cover of a songbook and write history on it in like Sharpie to make it look like it was a history book. And from behind the stack of stuff, she pulls out a communication device uh, that one of her dads had given her before she went off to college, even an undergrad. And this is the main like uh nexus of communication for them. I think it would be like, like a stone lion, uh, that has like a little, uh, orb under its paw and when the device is active the orb like lights up blue and they're able to talk it's just voice uh so she pulls out this little stone lion glances over at x (laughs) you don't have to stay for this it's you know i'm probably only gonna get the butler anyway
6: okay if you're sure Mm -hmm. good luck And X
4: out the door. And, uh... You're not going to tell anyone
2: else
6: that uh, this is my first time reaching out to my dad's in the two weeks, right? No. Just do what you can. Yeah. Please. Okay, yes, I'm going to... Right now, huh? Got the lion out and everything.
2: Uh, and, um... Thanks for coming to me with this information, if you ever want to talk, because I I know things are really difficult right now, and it feels like there's no one will be able to tell any of this to,
6: except for each other, so I'm here. I'll be back soon and see how the
4: conversation went. I just need to take Baru lunch. Okay,
2: yeah, all right, sounds good. Oh, hey, I think it's omelet night tonight. If you could just grab an extra omelet on your way back. For. OK, I just need a lot of protein. Uh, so if like a 12 egg omelet, pretty simple, just all the works. Uh, peppers, uh, mozzarella, Parmesan, pepper jack cheese. Obviously, salt and regular pepper.
6: OK. Uh, Gouda...
2: Uh, (laughs) Connie is is failing to come up with more cheeses, uh, but Stag rattles off a bunch of
4: cheese. Okay, I'll get it with everything. I'll put everything on it. Thanks. And mushrooms, too. Yes, every mushroom, every cheese. And X kind of wanders out of the room. Thanks, X! All right,
2: and Stag sort of closes the door again, and her face is still kind of like red, presumably from the workout earlier. And she uses the towel to sort of uh, mop off the back of her neck, and she sits very stiff-backed in front of this stone lion with the orb. Here we go, and she taps it on the head.
0: Does it make a sound, <laughs> like ring? Oh yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's it say? I- i think uh (laughs) yeah yeah yes i love that of course like them (gasps) yes that (laughs) yes whatever noise you want to make that absolutely uh so that
0: that starts ringing um and you kind of hold your breath and then uh, a familiar voice picks up uh okay here's a quick question is this sort of like an open line or is the only person who would call them on this line you
2: it would only be me but okay. if they're both out then i think one of the um a butlers or maids okay. would answer um
0: okay so someone picks up and they go stag what's wrong do i recognize the voice yeah it is your your zoo dad
2: <laughs> okay, Yangshen. okay yangsheng okay uh hey father
6: i just wanted to check in uh, nothing's wrong i just have some updates for you academically
0: Okay, you couldn't couldn't add them to your chart. I why did you need to call?
2: It's because I'm running into a little bit of a roadblock. I could unblock it myself, but I think it would be more efficient if I had a little bit of your help.
0: You know how I feel about stepping in.
6: I know, I
2: know. Yes, I know. I know. You You wanted me to be independent and to carve my own path and not ride off your coattails. I understand. Uh, but this one is less of a matter of uh, independent creativity and more a matter of just a uh, lack of access to the right resources.
0: So when you don't have the access, what should you do?
6: Forge a new path. And, and this is one of the paths I am exploring
2: right now. Mm. That just seems the most efficient if you have the time. Nepotism. I, uh, n- no, no, it's, it's just, well, you are. Uh, Your father. The, the project. Nepotism.
0: Nepotism paths are for losers, Stag. Not for winners.
2: Yeah, I know, but this isn't, I don't want you to pull any strings to get me somewhere. I'm just looking for, inf- it's a history thing. It's a, it's a lore hold thing. And I figured you might have some insight on this and the project. It's not, it's not going to catapult me to the top of any sort of social, whatever. I, not like I even care about that. I just, well, I do, but not like, you know, um, can I just tell you about the project and you can decide if it's worth your time. I will entertain this briefly. Okay. Well, you know me, uh, my thesis is on the great wars of Arcavios' past. And I'm writing a chapter in my thesis focused on the history of sport at Strixhaven. You know, sport as a performance that mirrors war, you know, ways for us to create and explore our own culture through game Making, and and Stag looks quickly down at stuff she scrawled onto a piece of paper. Ludic uh, uh methodologies. So there's this one particular event about ten years ago, uh and what's the name of the event again? Like the battle for Strixhaven. Battle for Strixhaven. Okay, the battle for Strixhaven. There were a couple of very prominent players, uh, Grabowski. Kleka, Uh, and I was wondering if. (laughs)
6: Yeah, Grabowski, you know him. Yeah, so tragic. Tragic. I mean, yeah. He was obviously had a lot of potential. Did he die or something? Well, in a way, I suppose. In a way? See, See, this is this is what I wanted to ask you
2: about. It, we're coming up a little short, a little empty on some of this information about these players. And I thought maybe it'd be nice if I got like an actual quote from one of them. But I'm running into a little, a couple <laughs> of blocks reaching out to them.
0: Yeah, good luck with that.
2: Well, I mean, what do you, do you mean, could father?
0: go talk to him. I don't know if he'd have much to say.
6: Well, is he like in prison or something something like that
0: Uh, he's at the sanctuary of the lost do i recognize that yeah you recognize it um as a safe haven for those who have been permanently or semi-permanently
6: affected by magic oh And I think Kleika's words of Strixhaven
2: breaks things, uh, echoes through Stag's head. Oh. Well, maybe Grabowski's a a dead end, then. What about, and Stag just picks up the picture and starts rattling off names. Oh, they're all there. What? Wait, what? Yeah, the
0: whole team went in.
6: I, I never heard about this. Did the papers cover it up?
0: I don't know if it's a cover-up as much as it's not a
7: very pretty thing to talk about, is it?
6: I see.
2: Do you happen to know what caused this? I mean, they, they won, and everything was great. This, did this happen after graduation?
0: Sometime between the Battle of Strixhaven and the end of the year, I think. They had some theories, but the main one um,
6: was some... Aarakocra, I think. Kleka? I don't know. That
2: kind of rings a bell.
6: I see. What what was the theory about this Aarakocra?
2: Something about, uh,
0: I don't know, like uh, somehow binding their souls to uh, another object in order to transfer it to themselves i don't know if that's actually what happened or if if it is if he ever went through it i mean i've never heard of him again but
2: (laughs) oh yeah well this guy sounds like a real piece of work sounds dangerous well you know it's a it's a theory (laughs) right right of course of course well Thank you, Father. I think that's, um, <laughs> that's all the help I need tonight. You know that sports are not the same as war, right? Oh, I know. I know. I know. I know. But the thesis is shaping up to be whew, a monster real long. You know, it's, the supervisor says it's one of the longest theses she's ever encountered before.
0: Who's your supervisor again?
2: Who is Is it Lucio? <laughs> or is it someone else? Okay, I'll, can I just pick someone? Yeah. You can also
0: just
6: make someone. Oh, up. that's fine. It's Professor Marconian. <laughs> Marconian. Are you not
2: a fan? I I switched off Professor Frida after you said she was, well, you know.
0: I just have very high standards for my
2: brood. Oh, well, of course. Uh, Marconian is, is good. He's been very and Stag pauses. The first word that came to mind is lackadaisical. <laughs> like Don't I think maybe that. his professor just <laughs> is kind of like hands off and just sort of does is
6: whatever. Um flexible. Well, sometimes a lot of flexibility
0: is not a good thing. A good soldier needs rigidity, a path forward.
2: Yes, routine, discipline, honor.
0: Maybe I should come have a talk with Marconian. I didn't realize you had switched (laughs) advisors.
2: No, 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 no. that's not necessary. You do not have to come to Strixhaven. Do not, please do not. You don't have to. Everything's fine. Everything is okay. Under control. I think, uh... Arcadium
0: was going to make a visit regardless, so I might as well come through.
2: Wait, really? For what?
0: Oh, you know, his
2: pet project, young Barugash. Oh, he didn't say he was coming. I would have tried to get lunch with him or something.
0: Well, he's not- he wasn't coming to see you, so I don't know why he would tell you.
2: Right. I- I, I just figured if he was in the area, uh, you know, the mountains are so far away. But I, I get it. You're you're busy. They're both busy. You're both
0: busy. We are busy. You think an empire yes. runs itself?
2: No, of course not, Father. But I don't want to waste any more of your precious time uh, I, pestering you with questions about brass tacks and details. I can figure out the rest myself. One more question. Of course.
6: Are you going to be in attendance at our Ascension Ball? I wouldn't miss it for the world. Because the last few soirees we've
0: thrown, you've been a bit absent.
2: Uh, I've been busy.
0: (laughs) It's difficult to keep up appearances when... I don't have anything to show for
6: your father and I's hard work. My deepest apologies, father. I don't mean to embarrass you. I don't think embarrassment quite covers it. Uh, I don't mean to disappoint you, then. Semantics. Just be there It is: Yes, a celebration of your
0: imminent rise, so it would uh-huh. be a bit fruitless
6: if you were not in attendance.: Right, of course. I will absolutely, 100 percent definitely be there. And you'll need a date. What? You heard me. I'm not going to have you walking
0: around, looking like some sort of abandoned dog.
2: I'm not. I. I. I <laughs> what are you? hmm, a, a date? Yes. Are you familiar with the word stag? Y- yes, father. Yes, I've, 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 I've been on
6: dates, but you know, no one's stuck. You know, f- career comes first. Right. Uh are there any specifications for this date? You want me to give you
0: specifications for the date you should bring?
2: Well well not like height and ma- uh, major or it's anything like that. I just mean you know, it is I mean, I don't want to
0: Some notoriety would be preferred. And somebody okay. who
6: can look you know approachable yes okay 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 yeah sure <laughs> not yes. like celia uh uh
2: yes of course
0: you don't talk to her anymore right
6: <laughs> Who <the> fu- uh, <laughs> someone find-
0: okay i'm just gonna roll with it
2: N- no oh, no
6: we had a bit of a falling out Uh, Right. Well, okay. I will. What? Oh, okay. Bye. Click. (sighs) That was one of the better ones. (laughs) And I think with that will come from that
0: scene. (laughs) Sorry, Connie. I started throwing stuff in there. (laughs) (laughs) Roll it. it. You said you had dated people, so I was like, I'm throwing out an ex partner or lover. No, or I love it. Okay. I love it. I just thought you said like c- celiac, like celiacs. Oh, yeah. So was Nobody like, who can't eat gluten, please don't bring any gluten intolerant people. <laughs> they're serving only our- pasta appetizers to help with their stomach issues um okay that was amazing we're going to take our break now during the break please check out our sponsors uh check us out on twitter at Strix higher ed, uh and use the hashtag higher ed RPG if you want to share some comments about the show or some some art or what have you uh, on the social medias we'll see you back here in about 10-ish minutes Goodbye. So we just left Stag after a, a call, um, a good call with <laughs> their dad, with one of their dads. Um, and other things have gone on throughout the weeks after the incident. And we're gonna kind of jump around in time. Baru and Jaisha two of you are sort of working on experiments and devices to help out with covering up your you know supposed crimes (laughs) hypothetical crimes uh crimes is such a strong word uh errors mistakes um when do you think in in the time period after the incident, that maybe y'all would come together uh, to work on those or discuss the progression, et cetera.
1: With how paranoid Jaisha has been, I don't think Ray waits very long at all. I think that it is a matter of days before Jaisha uh, after having thrown themselves into this new project, uh, into this memory-altering mutagen, that they will eventually, when X finds him, uh, administer to Kleka. I think they realize, they hit a snag somewhere along the way, and they realize that uh, Frey doesn't have the materials nor uh, all of the knowledge necessary in order to complete their project. And so they're going to go to the smartest person that they know, one of the only people that they can trust in this case as well. And I think well, we find Jasha very hurriedly trying not to look suspicious, but probably looking a little bit nervous, a little bit too nervous, uh, walking very, very quickly uh, down towards Baru's workshop. And we see them, I think, like raising their hand to like knock on the door.
3: And exactly parallel to this, I think Baru's reached a point where they've they've got the molten metal ready for the ring. They have the silent spell ready to use for the actual crafting, and they they're looking over some of the schematics, the uh, more arcane schematics, what's needed to make the actual magic work, and realize that they're missing a fairly key component, and they can't speak to one of the people. Well, at least I think they're able to. They're socially aware enough to know that one of the people they need to speak to doesn't want to speak to them, so they're going to find Jasia instead and see what they can do. So they, they walk towards the door hurriedly, um, checking their pockets to make sure they have everything, in, and then rush to don't open it just before Jasia is able to knock. Oh, Jasia, um, I was actually looking for you. This is perfect.
1: Same. Oh, uh, can we talk inside? I don't think it's wise to.
3: Yeah, um, don't mind the mess. Um, that's okay. Yeah. And I open the door.
1: jisha um, steps inside. What do I see? What does your workshop look like?
3: Yeah, so I don't know. Have you? Do you think jisha has been in? Um, because Baru would let anyone who wants to come into the workshop. Baru would let them come in. So, do you think Jasia has ever wanted to coming to their workshop?
1: I think so, for sure. Given that the two of them um, have this sort of like almost business relationship in terms of like swapping materials and stuff like that. I think it makes sense that Jisha has been here before.
3: So you'd know that like usually it is messy, but it's kind of like a controlled mess, like an organized mess. You know, she knows what pile contains what kind of vibe. But I think here it's become disorganized. It's very clear that it's become disorganized. There's even just signs of living here as well very clear standards of living here, like way too many cups and plates on the workshop table. That's usually set out for the tools and equipment that um, she's using. Um, there's definitely like, it's definitely w- really warm in here because you can see the forge is going um, on and none of the windows have been opened or anything like that, which is usually their practice to do um, for both safety and just for comfort. But for some reason they haven't done that recently. Um they themselves kind of look a bit of a mess. Um, they look exhausted, like they haven't slept. Um, Star seems un, not unfinished, but you can tell that they broke Star down, but haven't put Star back together yet. And that's very rare because usually when they do have to break Star down for maintenance day, very quickly, very efficiently, put them back together again as soon as possible. But they seem to have not done that. Um, and they turn to you, uh, what, what, what did you need me for?
1: Uh, is it safe to keep the windows closed like this when the forge is going? Uh,
3: um, yeah, the, most of the fumes go up the, um, the kind of chimney. Flume, but if it's more comfortable, I can open the windows to so at least call.
1: No, no. Uh-huh. No. People might hear us. Um, yes, what I needed you for. Baru is um and Jaisha like turns to their like pouch uh and they open it and they kind of they will find the nearest surface on a table or a workbench or something that doesn't have stuff on it, which I, maybe is difficult to find.
3: Yeah, I think I don't think you find any and Baru noticed you looking, so goes, Oh no, no, let me help and just like takes a pile of like papers and plates and stuff and just throws it onto another surface. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think just
1: is- like takes note of all of the things, like all the fact that like Baru has been living here, the fact that everything's disorganized, but they, they I don't think they're in a space to like ask about it or anything, but they like kind of make a mental note uh that clearly Baru's not doing so well either. Uh and uh Ray opens rare pouch and like takes out a whole bunch of like vials. Um some of them uh, they all have like liquids of different consistencies, different uh, viscosities, and colors and whatnot. And just kind of like pours them out onto this table, mm-hmm. and then starts like sorting them. I have a whole, I have all of these uh, materials, these ingredients that I normally use to make the mutagens, and I've been, I've been, I'm not used to working with anatomy that isn't my own, and I realized that. I realized that I think I need, um, I think I need your help. Oh. Um, not, yeah. not to experiment on. By the way, I should clarify. I, I've, I've, I have plans on. I'm going to find like undergrads to to volunteer for my studies or something. Of course, credit. You know. Um, yes.
3: So, uh, yeah. No. I can do what I can. I'm. I'm not terribly versed in alchemy, but I. I am versed in applying magical effects to work within I guess other substances and materials so maybe I could see, exactly. see how I could do that um
1: you yeah you know more better than I do about how to transfer sort of uh, uh arcane energy through different materials I guess is the best way to phrase it
3: yeah yes um okay is are these just the separate ingredients now or do you want to make one first and I can see if I can work with that
1: well i wanted to ask you
6: um uh i wanted to ask you for your opinion on um do you think that we're doing the right thing um i i don't know um I don't know.
3: I honestly, it doesn't feel like the right thing. I haven't really been able to sleep um, or, or really work for the past few days,
6: so I I don't know. I keep thinking why make a mutagen to to
1: to change Klecka's memory when we could maybe.
6: What if we, what if, what if it was for us instead? We can't get caught if we don't remember, Sorry. right? I I think I would like to forget. And I was thinking, your rings.
1: They're meant to shield us from mind magic. And maybe if we combine the two somehow, the mutagen with the rings, a more
6: powerful effect in tandem. Okay. No Um, one would know. Not even us. Yeah. And maybe... Maybe I'll be able to sleep.
3: Um, I'll need to redraw some of my schematics, but I think I really have some ideas. Um, the ring itself, the material, you should be able to sustain and hold the magic fine. Um, okay. The spell scrolls i need to draw up might be different, but that won't take more than 10, 15 minutes. Um, but I suppose I need, we need to work on your... Um, mutagen first
1: do we need to wear the rings at all times in order for them to work
3: yes i i've already spent quite a bit on um, material for anything to be permanent even without wearing the ring would be uh quite a bit out of my budget
1: Understandable. um just something for later is that if we forget everything we might forget why we're wearing the rings and yeah. Well, we can't have that. So, um, something to think about for later, maybe. Um, but for now, and I think uh, Jasha like pushes a couple of the vials towards Baru. I think one of them is uh, reminiscent of the kind of like weird, like sludge slime substance that was in the sewers. Um, It looks like, it looks like Jisha had like took that material that Ray had like bottled up when we were all down there um, and sort of like played with it, like experiment, like combined it with some other substances. And so it is like a slightly thinner, um, like viscosity at this point, but it's still the same color. Um, And then on the other vial is this like shimmery, like clear kind of like liquid that is uh creating a kind of kaleidoscopic effect around like where the light kind of hits the vial creating this like nice fractal dancing pattern on the on the table these are the two materials um i'm pretty sure if we combine them or i hope if we combine them we'll be able to create the effect that is needed my only concern is uh, side effects for
3: yes um what have you documented what kind of side effects happen or will happen if we do consume this or is it still up in the air? uh
1: i i put out a call on the the research portal for for volunteers so i haven't actually had a chance to experiment like to test this on people yet that aren't me and the problem is that um i worry that any side effects that are that happened to me are going to be worse for everyone else so uh, we haven't tested it yet but over the next couple weeks that's my plan
3: okay well um, first I'll need to test out the um, arcane strengths of each of these how much magic they can hold Um, the last thing I'd want is for me to pump too much into it and it just denatures anything everything in there Um, okay so I'll probably need to borrow these and test that out. Um, but the idea i was, I've thought about, and if you don't mind, you might need to pull our money together for this, but uh, a scroll of modified memory. Um, if you want to make it, if you want to, I could probably transcribe that into runes and convert and transfer the energy and magic of that into the vial to make sure that the modifying of memory sticks. As far as anything to do with the actual side effects, I can't do much until I know what they are, and then I could use runes and transfer the energy of that to counteract any. Um, If you want to go all out and just cover all of the bases, a score of greater restoration is probably what we would need, and I can convert that. But that could be very expensive for, if we end up needing, all we need to do is, I don't know, counteract the common cold, if that ends up being what the side effects are.
6: I
1: don't have much but I can help where I can with the resources. I don't know if it's useful at all. This might be uh, kind of out there, Uh, but I can cast various psychic spells, but they often... They hurt.
3: Actually, I would... That's actually why I was looking for you. Um, To finish off the ring, I need some more psionic energy. All of my magic is more arcane in nature, and I can't really do much on the psychic end of the spectrum without it so that's why actually I was going to find you could I Whatever borrow you for some of that yeah oh, okay perfect um, and Borrow rush past you and again clear clear workshop table and pull out a almost like just a leather sheet they can tell that there was um, they inked on uh, a magic circle on and they set it down on the ground and cross their legs and pat the ground in front of them for you to sit.
1: Jisha will sit down uh, kind of nervously crossing bare legs uh, and their hands kind of like run along their thighs uh, just like instinctively out of, out of nerves more than anything.
3: And on, from their side, they always carry a jar of um, a bottle of usually glowing like magical ink, but right now it's empty and they pull out that jar and, Open up topper and set it in the middle of the the circle and just goes okay so what psychic spells do you know
1: well uh i mean i can and they cast message um and finish the sentence inside of baru's head i can do this i can talk to you this way uh but I i can also cast uh mind sliver and mind whip uh as well depending on how much damage you're looking for
3: i i'll need you to this is the thing that not many people are able to do um it takes a lot of practice so if you can't that's fine I'll, i'll find someone i can find someone else hopefully but can you begin to cast mind whip and then don't like the way i at least i envision casting magic is taking the unshaped fractal pieces of metal that we call the weave and then melting it down and then forging it into another shape like mind whip or message i need you to take the unworked metal of the weave melt it down but don't shape it just bring me that unshaped weave
1: i can try and i think jisha sort of like takes a deep breath in takes a deep breath out and Ray kind of like sits back on uh, their 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 sit bones uh, and they kind of like sink into themselves and they try to pull at that part of their body, that part of themselves that has, like you said, this connection to whatever we would call this arcane energy around us. And as they do so, you can see um that starting at their eye and going down along the crystal vitiligo that goes in um, the spiraling shape along their body, it starts to like almost glow as if like like light is hitting the gems, the geodes uh, in their skin, and it starts to sort of ease its way down across as Jaisha starts to cast, and because there's nobody else here at you, Baru, uh, Mind Whip starts to cast it um, as it goes through. And the, as the spell starts to manifest, I think you can see these like quite literally these fractals, these fractal patterns uh, start to sort of manifest between the two of us. Um, and it starts to shape itself into the form of like a vine, like a literal vine whip that starts to form in between the two of us. And partway through Jisha tries
6: to stop the spell Arcana at disadvantage. (laughs) That is fair. I'm so worried.
3: (laughs) Can I? Can I pitch something?
0: Let's see what happens. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Go
4: ahead.
3: Um, because I guess it's because. Jaisha is a charisma spellcaster. Can they roll their charisma, their spellcasting ability rather than arcana? Because obviously a wizard using arcana and casting spell intelligence is different to a sorcerer using charisma to spell. I love
1: spell. you, Jack. My, a modifier for my spell attack and arcana are the same.
3: Okay, never
8: no
1: mind. <laughs> <lying.
0: laughs> it's very sweet of you, though. What'd you get,
6: Humna? I got a 10 if we're going with disadvantage. I rolled a four plus six. That's unfortunate. Um,
3: (laughs) How much damage? (laughs)
0: Well, I don't know. I kind of want to tell... I want Hamna to tell me what goes wrong. Because I think a lot of things could go wrong when you're trying to, like, keep magic in a midway state, right? Between releasing it and holding it. So I think either something... Bad needs to happen to you or Baru or the space. And you can tell me what. But this backfires in some way for sure.
6: Okay. Above the
1: table, Jack. um, Yes. Are you ready to die? No, 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 no. How would you feel about there being some sort of lasting damage to star?
3: Oh, um
1: you can say no if that if you're like not cool with it.
3: I mean, I suppose it depends on what the damage is. like physical damage, I think that's fine. Um If it's like an intrinsic arcane damage, but something like will forever malfunction, um arcanely with star, probably not.
1: What if it was a temporary uh uh malfunction, so not permanent, it, it is fixable.
3: Yeah, no, I'm down for that.
1: Okay. Um, so I think this, uh, the spell starts to, like, continues to go, and Jaisha tries, tries their best to stop it, to undo the the weaving, this melding, this, this sewing of magic together, uh, this creation of rock and dirt together, but they're not able to. They can't seem to stop it. It just keeps going like they've lost control, like they've pushed a domino and now the effect is just going and going and going. And I think Bray looks up and they can see that whip starting to form and it is about to make contact with Baru, who is the initial target of this spell. And Jasha panics And I think Ray just shifts immediately, tries to find any, any other target for the spell that they can. And the only target that they can think of, the only one that potentially exists in this room is star. And so just, I think you can see it, Baru, like the whip, like you can see it come in between your eyes as if it's going to hit you. And then it does it and it pivots towards wherever star is in the room. And it wraps around star and like, because it's a psychic spell i don't think star actually um suffers any like physical damage it doesn't look like star has been damaged in any way but you can see the magic you can yeah. see it constricting star's body and i think there's this sound of glass breaking as the spell makes contact with star
3: oh ordered that happened but i think what i think if i can add to this which I did say Star's been dismantled. I think he probably attacked a thing that you didn't know was part of Star. And it's a, it's a, almost like glass canister. Um, I think it's like an upside down glass jar that's faintly glowing, um, glowing a bit of gold in the center of it with a a metal base. And you probably strike that and that's the glass that shatters. Um, And Baru whips around and goes, Oh, okay.
1: I'm so sorry
3: no it's 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 fine um I'll, Star, I'll check. It be okay I'll check that later i think i can it doesn't it should be repairable um i i hope um let's let's do this first um, no you' it's okay um it it takes a while um to get used to that um <clears throat> i think i can probably I can think. I speak to someone else. Unless you want to try again? No,
1: I can. I can do it. I can do it. Okay. And I think maybe the uh, the rest of the time that like Baru and Jisha spend together is them sort of like practicing this. And I don't know how many other times they fail. I don't know how many other times, like how many tries it takes. But I think they kind of because Jisha, if it's okay with you, Baru, like is very singular minded about this and would not stop until it, unless Baru was seriously protested would not stop until they got it right until it was done and correct and we had a way forward
3: yeah and I think at some point um would be like okay just give me a quick second and just remove every valuable item away <laughs> <laughs> and like hide it in a closet at some point um Uh, and i I think uh, as they're doing they probably will check in on the piece of um star that had been shattered by the original um mind whip and i think they'll be able to gather that it's done some damage that they'll have to figure out work with but right now they're right now i think they're not too worried about it because i think it's something i mean actually vanna is it something within their wheelhouse to fix
0: high or low don't
3: ask uh, the teacher
0: about homework. What are you talking
6: about? <laughs> um, hi.
0: It was so close, but it is in your wheelhouse.
3: Okay. Yeah, so I think seeing that it is within my wheelhouse to fix, I just sigh and just go. Honestly, it's fine. I actually need to add some more. Um, I recently got my hands on an Arcanic um, capacitor that will help with honestly this taking hits from direct magic attack so thank you for pointing out the floor that i already knew about um and then put the very thing away and then would we'll get back to um to helping out jaysha with the magic and i think they'll show them themselves how they do it because what Sparrow would say is that i need to combine my for like a better term um molten weave with yours um the way we break it down will be different and we need to combine it to make what's necessary for this um, ring. Um, this is how I do it anyway. It um, usually helps if you have a focus and they pull on the earring and remove it and kind of twirl in the fingertips and usually when they do that it shape, forms into a shape of some kind of um, tool like a hammer or a screwdriver or a wrench something like that but it, it loses all the consistency entirely it, makes, it almost becomes like just Um like a non-Newtonian fluid, I guess. Like it doesn't drip, but doesn't it doesn't it still flows? Yeah, like mercury, actually. That's such a really good way to put it. Like mercury in their palm. And they close their eyes and take a deep breath. And you see all of the snakes in their hair do the same. Behind Bari's eyelids and behind each of the snakes' eyelids close a gold. And it drips from their eyes like golden tears. And before they can hit the ground, they stop and all float towards. And float above the molten um, uh, torn earring that they had just um, done. Use this for.
1: Not to be gay on main, but I'm gonna do. I, I imagine this is like, uh, like mind melding Steven Universe like dance <laughs> kind of thing. Like going on in this scene where uh, Jaisha like watches Baru do this and sort of like picks up on the rhythm of the of the magic around baru and takes that and starts to metaphorically dance with baru and their own magic i think starts to come out in these fractals as well and sort of like melds around with the molten lava of baru's magic and i think it's through this process that jisha learns over time throughout however long it takes us to get through this whole thing um how to successfully stop their magic part way through
3: and from there, they very quickly, um, as fast as they can anyway, capture the the two essences in this bottle, in this jar. Um, that was honestly pretty good. Um, honestly, did better than I did when I first figured it out. Um, I shattered many uh, very valuable things in the workshop I was learning how to do this at. So... You actually, maybe you should try this. Do you, have you ever thought about more of a mechanical way of thinking about things? Have you ever done anything? Have you tried combining this with your, um, your alchemy?
1: No, honestly, I've always been very biologically focused, organic. I never really thought about this, but you're a great teacher.
3: Thank you. Thank you. Um, I taught, I, I was the one that kind of taught my little brother. A lot of their stuff, so I had, like, a lot, a lot of experience.
1: Didn't know that you had a brother.
3: Yes, yeah. Um, I have a little brother and older sister. Um, I think my, lo- my sure little brother is actually joining should be in Shrixhaven. It's going to be their first year.
1: Oh. Well, we should, once we've dealt with all of this, we
6: should uh, hang out with them sometime. Um. They're very busy,
3: so may- maybe if they have time. Yeah. But I will get to work on how I can help you out with the um, the mutagens. I, I'll figure out a way to get my hands on a modified memory um, um, spell scroll. Have you talked to everyone else about this idea of modifying our memories?
1: Not yet. I was thinking that maybe when we all get together today, uh, when we meet in Ciro's Bog, that we could talk about it then.
3: Yeah, yeah. I think that's probably best. Um,
1: Anyway, I should probably get going. Um,
3: Yeah, I need to smelt this into the metal anyway.
1: If you need anything else, you know where to find me.
6: And Baru... uh, come home sometime maybe
3: when I'm finished with the the work I need to do I will
6: okay and Jisha exits the workshop and Mbari just gets to work uh, to
3: (laughs) use this magic into the metal
6: is stars
0: stuffed in a closet right now (laughs)
3: <laughs> stars, stars, pieces, uh, yes.
0: <laughs> Man, she's like, I thought I already came out of here. Um, <laughs> zero, uh, yeah. I would think intermittently throughout the week, you have to keep up appearances, right? Of course. Uh, and maintain your social status. So I think there are several times when uh, you go out to socialize with your fellow academics. We're uh on one of these occasions, when and where do you think Ciro goes
5: ooh um the there's like a the Bozen tavern, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. yeah, that's like a hot spot on campus, so i think um after um, gosh, I think like after a session of working out in the bog, um, with a couple of other like Witherbloom grad students. We all, um, are like, Oh, let's get lunch and head over to the tavern.
0: Okay. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, so, uh, in the afternoon, uh, it's pretty yes. full. It's pretty full. A lot of people have breaks in their courses, mm-hmm. uh, during this time and are grabbing the, um, famous famous luncheon <laughs> yes at the bosen tavern because uh of course chef curdy Chucker never makes the same dish twice and is uh renowned for their passion uh, for cooking sometimes to the point of uh of sort of over overdoing it uh, in a borderline dangerous way due to the magic that they use in their cooking. <laughs> oh,
5: okay.
0: Um, so yeah, so you you roll up. What what would you like to eat? Oh,
5: what whatever the special is, um like do you don't go to the Bows and Tavern. I'm gonna add people right now. You don't go to the Bows and Tavern and get chicken tendies. Um you get whatever the like hot meal of the day is.
0: Yes, of course. Uh, and that is always referred to as Curdie's special. Uh, yes. and it costs 2 silver pieces. Oh, right. Um and you uh get something delivered on it, it, on a tray and it always everything always comes with like a huge chunk of uh bread, like freshly break, <sighs> baked bread on the side. Delicious. Um, and it is. It's it, it's fresh to the point where like when you break it open, like a little bit of steam rolls out um Mm -hmm. and then the bowls are uh are like cauldron-esque uh and it's some sort of like spring uh stew so very like light but hearty in proteins um -hmm. and when you drink it there's like a little tickling in your nose some sort of residual from uh whatever magic it has been used has been used to make it slash infused with. Mm -hmm. So you're sitting down. Did you have anyone in mind who you'd be dining with? Or is it more like you sit at the bar and whoever sits down, sits down?
5: Um, I think, I think I know that Aurora winter star is another, um, Witherbloom students so I think and I think our bogs are right next to each other so Sarah would definitely invite Aurora um especially since she is kind of the campus it girl uh <laughs> you can't listen I know my Strixhaven NPCs mm-hmm. <laughs> you live
0: Strixhaven in a day
5: that's me baby um that being said I can't think of any of the other oh Mule of Thorn I think is a Witherbloom student? The dryad. <laughs> uh-huh. Anyway, basically all the Witherbloom um hotties were all there together. <laughs> okay, perfect.
0: Um awesome. Well, I think you you get your food first, uh, and Aurora's sitting sits down next to you, and your other companions um are sort of uh Doddling a bit around the tavern because they're like seeing people that they know and going over to talk to them and um and sort of f- being a little wish- wishy-washy on what they want to order for the afternoon and of course uh our dryad has uh particular uh dietary restrictions so
5: yeah just the along for the ride honestly
0: <laughs> um so you're sitting there and aurora's like Playing with her food. Um, she has a, a small spoon that she's swirling around mm-hmm. uh in it, and she goes Ciro. Yes.
5: Ciro. Yes. What's new with Ciro? Oh, what's new with me? Um, and I think Ciro's like very uh methodically but trying to play it off as like casual fidgeting um ripping their bread into smaller pieces because you Mm -hmm. gotta dug the bread into the delicious stew that's right that's the only way to eat it um so i think they're like doing that as they're talking um and just oh you know just studying and trying to get just it's just so much you know you get so Busy, all the courses, all the units. Um, but trying to keep my head above water, not too much. What about you?
0: I guess some of the same, although I've been taking part in some extracurriculars.
5: Oh, tell me more. Tell me everything, actually.
0: I don't know. I'm not one for kissing and telling.
5: Um. Well, you never, ever, ever have to worry about me. Who am I going to tell?
0: Oh, I thought you meant kissing you. Oh.
5: I mean, you're the one that brought it up.
0: <laughs> I've misunderstood your implications.
5: I can be clear. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I think Ciro, uh does laugh and just... But why don't you tell me about your activities first and then we can continue that conversation. You're no fun.
0: Well, I've just been busy with my work and my dissertation. Um, mm-hmm. Some side projects. I have been a bit preoccupied recently, though. Oh. And she And She, like, leans in on her hand into. closer to, and she goes,
6: I haven't seen Chorus since the Mage Tower match. That's odd. Where do you think he could be? Like, what do, do you think? I saw him
5: run off, but...
0: I... I don't know. I mean, I was unconscious. Right. I still looked okay,
5: though, right? And you look. I mean, you look amazing all the time. Thank you.
0: Mm. And he's been a bit of a truant recently, if you catch my meaning. Mm-hmm. But it's,
6: it's been a while now, it seems, a bit exacerbated, his absence. Not to be presumptuous, but when you were talking about kissing and telling, does
5: chorus fit into that at all, or...? I mean, we have our moments. Right, right. You have seen him, right? No, I'm so sorry, not any time recently.
0: No, I meant you've looked at him, right? (laughs) Oh, um...
5: Yes, not my cup of tea, but I love what, this for you. And
0: what is your cup of tea,
5: Sierra? are not talking about me.
0: Because <laughs> if it's not chiseled jawline and an eight-pack, then I don't understand.
5: <laughs> he's just... He's a little short for me. You're four feet tall. <laughs> I... <laughs> <laughs> Sarah sits up so straight, which is very tall for a fairy. Aurora, I don't know how many times I have to tell you this. I'm
0: aware, but to have any sort of standards of how, I mean, I like... what was he? <laughs> Three
6: feet on you?
5: I like my men a certain kind of way,
6: Aurora. Men? Hmm. Listen. When it comes to men, you have to
5: have the highest standards possible. It's how you weed out most of the population. Everyone else, any other identity, open season. I think you're really thinning the pool with those metrics. (laughs) Well, I think Ciro sits back, grabs her like a glass of definitely sparkling water and just... (laughs) Listen, all you should
6: be worried about is whether you make the cat or not, which you do, of course, so. Well, you said it then. I did. But if all it took was not being a man, I don't really feel very
5: accomplished. Uh, (laughs) You'd be shocked. You'd be shocked how many people can't pass that bar. Um. It's a bare minimum. Anyway, enough about me and my standards and more about you and Chorus. Um, so you have no clue. I mean, I can ask around, but... I mean, you
0: are
6: connected. Yes. But, I mean, Aurora, if you're just feeling lonely... I'm not lonely, Ciro. I'm bothered. It's, listen, like you said, Chorus
5: is being a bit of a truant. He's probably off, I don't know, gallivanting from island to island on a little trip, whatever
6: he is into. I really Um, want to believe that, but... With the ascension approaching and his goals, I, it doesn't make sense. It's like walking away from the thing you've been working for. Sometimes... Sometimes people can't hack it. Sometimes certain people can't take the pressure. sometimes they can't over oh, uh, greatness
5: is rare because very few people can achieve
6: it if everybody could be great nobody would these all feel a bit like platitudes sirah what can i do to make you feel better then you're my friend and i want you to feel better
0: well, there's a lot of things you could do to make me feel better. Okay. But I
6: I don't want to feel better. I just want to know. Listen, let's drop it. It's a There's nothing either of us can do about it. And if Horace is going to
0: show back up, he's going to show back up. And if he's not, then I don't know, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it.
5: Right.
6: But um, if you do want to feel better, just let me know. Well, you'll have to get in the line. <laughs> so what are your
0: theories about what happened
5: at the Mage Tower game? I, I have no clue. I mean, I do have one particular notion but it's more of a course of study than anything else i'm have you ever i don't think there's any work or or research done on how the ascension affects creatures we know that god beasts exist but what is the correlation and, and how does that happen and I don't know, there's this inkling in the back of my mind that maybe that's what the purple worm was about.
0: I mean, certainly there's been reports of a change in behavior, but never violent or destructive.
5: What kind of, what kind of reports have you heard?
1: Oh, I don't know. You
0: know, preachers and animals and beasts not of the area are drawn to the star arches as they sort of um, grow in frequency and vibration. I mean, it's sort of Mm -hmm. like a a call or a whistle, right?
6: A whistle. Yeah. Makes sense. As far as I know, it's never been a force of destruction and more one of curiosity. And I don't think... That worm was curious of anything. No, but it did move backwards. Backwards? Backwards. What do you mean?
5: Well, the nature of purple worms, they only move forward. It went back into its hole.
0: How do you know that?
5: I examined, well, you were taken to the infirmary. Um, I examined the hole after this purple worm went back down. Um I wasn't permitted to go down and explore further, but you wanted to it... go down there? Aurora you Sarah, like clenches their fist, not because they're frustrated, but more just like hold themselves back from nerding out and just Aurora, you know that per- that purple worms are
6: uh Incredible sources of fertilization. Sure. You wanted to chase after the worm and collect its shit.
5: What course of study does Aurora do? Is it life or death? It's death. I don't want to hear it from the girl who crushes beetles for for magic.
0: Well, you'd get a lot more out of the worm if you crushed it than collecting its shit.
6: That's not what I'm interested in. That's fine. But it it is is gross. God.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Me, live the player, taking... I'm working my very best not to fucking hate aurora winter so hard <laughs> she's not being that terrible she... no 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 this is a me thing oh. this is 100 a me thing <laughs> um Ciro just kind of like raises a brow and like <clears, <throat> clears their throat i just i'm just saying i don't want to hear about disgusting while you still have warm guts under your
6: nails But that's just me. She looks at her nails <laughs> and starts
0: of <laughs> picking at them. And then she goes, well, you know what I heard?
5: What did you hear? I heard it was a test. A test? Yeah, some of the
0: professors to test the advanced studies students. I mean, think about it. That's the only people that were there that day. Hmm. I wonder if we passed. I don't imagine I did. Well, that's fine.
6: You're- you're an incredible student in other respects. A little harsh though, if true. Incredibly harsh. Incredibly dangerous. I mean, I understand it's Strixhaven, but goodness. I mean, people have died before. I suppose. People get hurt. Someone goes too far people don't stop and then poof and i'm gonna look at aurora as i say yeah broken and see if that like
5: triggers anything from her
0: give me an insight check
5: okay
6: Uh, Twelve.
0: You do see a twinkle pass over her eye. But you're not sure if it's a twinkle of knowing or a twinkle of Aurora loving the idea of something breaking.
5: That's so fair. That is literally her bag. Um, God. And I think Ciro tries to turn this into more like jovial conversation Mm -hmm. and just
6: okay but which professor do you think was sick and twisted enough to come up with an idea like that I think it could be any one of them I mean it does scream of wither bloom
0: purple worm but maybe they did that to throw us off
5: true true
0: I think you have to have some sort of ego issue to be a professor dean at this school. I think you are worthy of shaping the minds of a new generation.
5: Some of the most powerful minds, too. I
0: would
6: agree. Maybe that got sick of it. Watching us outpace them they wanted to teach us a lesson you know i hear that professor locheil always does the bare minimum doesn't want to teach doesn't want to grade Seems kind of resentful. Seems like a lot of work for someone who doesn't want to do any work. Mm, That's true. A professor that's maybe overworked, underpaid. So all of them? (laughs) Okay,
5: fair, fair. Don't blame me. I'm, I'm I listen, I'm trying to
6: work through this. What all are you working through, Sierra? The purple worm and why somebody would do that to us. But I suppose it's not that big of a concern. I mean, gosh, I already have so much work on my plate. And what you're working through, it has nothing to do with your recent coldness towards stag? Coldness. <laughs> I usually see you biting at our heels. It, uh... Bro, do you have roommates? No.
5: That's a roommate thing. Sometimes you just live with the person too much. You just, you know, bad heads. That's all. Dirty laundry.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I hope you work it out.
6: I appreciate that. How's Jaysha? Why do you ask? <laughs> just curious mm, you know
5: if you want to know about Jaysha I think you should ask them maybe I will I'm sure Ray would appreciate it very much you know I don't want to say anything but you are a popular girl and you do have a lot of fans I'm aware
0: mm. and I'm not as choosy as you <laughs>
6: I just um stick to the best. And you're
0: saying Jesha is not the best?
5: Jaisha is the best, but I don't see them. Oh, so that.
0: you and Jesha
6: Oh no, no, no. Friends. Strictly friends. Just roommates. S- roommates. So be my guest.
0: Well, I have to go, but if you wouldn't mind delivering a
6: message to Rem. Absolutely. Tell them I'd love to meet up for a drink sometime. My absolute pleasure. You're a darling.
0: And she stands up and takes her tray uh, and goes to... To leave it at the, the cleaning station.
5: Okay. Um, when she's gone, can I use one of my features? Sure. So, um, as a warlock, I have, eld- I have many eldr- Eldritch invocations. Um, and I specifically have Far Scribe. So I think it's fair to say, I can write up to three names. And I think it's fair to say that Jasha is one of them. Like, I think at some point, point, Zero <laughs> Corner Jace was like, write your name in my book. Um, <laughs> so I think, uh, after Aurora has gone, um, oh, this also allows me to cast Sending, um without any components or spell slots or anything. So, uh after who is gone, I will cast sending to Jesha and just say, I have news to share with you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, amazing. Um
0: and what what are we in the like time period after the incident do do you think this
5: happened? Ooh, I'd probably say a couple of weeks, maybe like two two Three? I feel like if your hookup buddy disappeared on you, two weeks would be enough for you to be like, so what's going on? Yeah,
0: I think maybe even like a week or a week and a half would probably um, yeah. be enough. Okay. Um. Well then let's jump back to two days after the incident uh, in the evening when all of you are scheduled to meet up at uh, Ciro's essentially studio space <laughs> in the Sedgmore Bog um, and the area there is basically just swampland, but then there are a series of uh, of well maintained planked wooden pathways that go through all these period, all these different chunks of the swamp. And students are often assigned one or assigned to share one. Um, cirros, borders, Aurora's, uh, for example, and then there's usually a number of like outbuildings. At the end of those walkways. So they're sort of in the deepest parts of the swamp, held up by stilts. um, And those are typically used for like workshops or storage spaces or um, observation uh, stations. So, Ciro, um, is there anything you kind of want to add to how maybe Ciro has customized this area for her or anything she's added or removed?
5: Um yeah I think I think like if you saw zero passing down the halls you would look at them and their whole style and aesthetic and think that their bog would just be this like Perfectly cultivated, quite literally a fairy core, like just little garden with hedges and stuff. I think it's absolutely fucking feral. Like this looks like um, nature has overcome and just risen up. I think it's full of like nasty gnarls and vines and there's like um, different fungi and mushrooms growing everywhere. I think the only thing that's relatively... Um, aesthetically pleasing is there is almost like a fairy tale-esque shed like it looks like a fairy tale cottage <laughs> um, and that's like the only thing that's very aesthetic and cute but otherwise um it just looks like life is ever abundant and unruly in this portion of Ciro's bogs with like deep greens bursting out and like i said the different fungi splashing colors and um herbs and plants that might possibly be poisonous but also some that heal um it's just a, it's just a big old mess i don't think it's nearly as orderly as one other people's bogs or two Ciro's own space because Ciro's space is very clean and organized so I think when you walk into the bog you're like what is going on here and I think it's just because like Ciro is letting their plants just thrive and even when they die it's just repeating that cycle of life um and previous plants like give life to the others that are coming up around it I'm so sorry. I don't know enough about plants to actually name things, but I think it's really cool. Oh, no. Just, yeah, cool. that was perfect.
0: <laughs> um, Is in the cottage where y'all sort of meet, or is there a different spot you would kind of usher everyone to?
5: Um, I think we can meet in the cottage. In the cottage, there's definitely uh, a... <laughs> First of all, so sorry, Stag. I do think it's kind of small. Like, it's very big for Ciro, but again, Ciro's like four feet tall. So, um, Stag, I think, has to like duck down <laughs> when they come through. <laughs> um, and then it's, I think there's like a workstation and um, a bunch of tools set aside. And I think there is um, a little a little table with a couple of like a chair or two um, and just like a small little tea set and a place where Ciro can have refreshments um, while they're working. Uh, And as Ciro goes in, they immediately start apologizing. Like, "I'm, I'm sorry. I don't, I don't usually have people here. It's usually just me. I'm sorry that there's not enough seats and we'll like flit over and sit on top of their workstation so that their friends can hopefully fit a bit more comfortably i don't really use this place to
6: host but welcome
3: Um, thank you thank you
2: whoa it's really fungusy it's beautiful
5: thank you um my
0: (laughs) you said this is like a day or two after right after the incident, yeah.
5: Yeah. So Ciro like shoots a look at SAG and just not that I think we've ever talked about my research, but it is about um, the life-giving
6: aptitudes and abilities of plants. So oh. it's I don't have anything, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> it's very wet,
4: X says positively. <laughs>
5: Oh, yeah, you, yeah, it was very, it's a bog. So, um, a gets by because they got to fly through. But I think most of the time when you go into the bog, you got to go fully in like galoshes or whatever, <laughs> just like really get ready to get dirty because <laughs> it's, uh, it's woe. It's wet. It's damp. Um, so yeah, I think Cyril
6: just stares at that and just, uh huh. Um, and damp. Yeah. So. Um, Thank you. Maybe we can uh, talk about why we're here
1: after we've established that it is quite wet. And I was swamp. just expecting something.
2: I guess. And Stag looks at Ciro like with with kind of like an appraising but not judgmental glint in her mm-hmm. face. More. I don't know, you strike me as very, you know, you like pretty things, right? And, and not that this isn't pretty, but it's it's a, lot more, you, it's a lot more naturalistic
5: than I thought. You expected this to look like something out of one of your little fairy tales that people tell you about princesses and princes. Yes, exactly. Yes, you've got it. Yeah. Not very realistic and honestly not very helpful. Those plants are just there for aesthetic purposes, not actual... Sustainable reasons.
2: I see. Well, you do a good job staying very dry and put together, given your environs They just flick their wings. Stag like clearly meant that as a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> She's like looking at some like chanterelles or something. Yeah, hanging yeah. in a braid.
6: <laughs> it's done. What? it's done you I took care of it deeds and such is there anything
2: you need from us to make sure it stays done
4: well we need to find Kleka, of course right.
2: right yeah I'll you know I'm on the whole talking to the dads thing I've got
6: that got that Taking care of. I'm. I'm it away. Um. This is what a
0: week and a half before
6: stag actually
0: does. Yes. <laughs> yes.
1: Uh, Baru and I have been working on our respective materials and uh, things for that. Speaking of Klecka, um, when we find Klecka
6: and deal with with them them. I was thinking that I don't know about the rest of you but this has been very difficult for me personally Um, I don't we are loose ends in all of this
1: as well and I think that it might be better for all of us if we
6: didn't remember what happened because then it didn't well, I thought the whole memory altering thing was for Kleka it, it, it is we still
1: need to do that because Kleka was a witness to what happened and that's not good for us but we also witnessed
6: what happened and as long as we remember that, we are loose ends. No loose ends. I'm going to have to sit on that one, Jaysha. I, I don't know.
2: It, it somehow almost feels worse to forget it. Because, what, we just sort of go on with our lives, even though Chorus is dead, and if everyone that was involved in that situation forgets, then...
6: I don't know, it just feels like a shitty way to honor him. Why are we bothered with honoring him? Well,
2: he... he... he died, okay? And that... that means something. Even Name if he was kind of a good douche.
6: trait of Chorus. Name one thing that you... Liked about chorus. He was pretty good mage tower player. Okay, unique trait. He has a pretty chiseled jaw. Uh, had a man
2: with a chiseled jaw means nothing. <laughs> like, I guess he's he a little short, short. Or, or was a little short. Uh. Look, it doesn't matter what, I guess, he was worth. It's just, I don't know. I guess everyone is just inherently worth something.
6: I've just always been told that everyone has potential. And that's important. I'm not saying that he didn't. I'm not saying that it's...
1: Right, what happened to him or that he deserved it he didn't but it was an accident we can all agree on that it was an accident and I think Jayshay is looking particularly at Baru when Ray says that it was an accident and I don't think that we particularly deserve to beat ourselves up about it forever because that's what that sounds like stag
2: I'm not saying beat ourselves up about it forever.
1: And even if I was,
2: don't we kind of deserve that? I mean, we're still we're still covering it up. The
6: least we can do is remember what we did. Death teaches you things. Even if it's not your
4: own. The process of dying is knowledge and wisdom. If you want to forget, that's a choice for you, I can't tell you not to. But any frayed rope needs a burned end, or else the entire thing will unravel.
6: So if you all would like to forget, I'll burn the end of the rope. And I'll remember. X, that's a pretty heavy burden. Not for me. Well, there we have it. I don't...
2: I don't know if I believe that, X. I mean, Jayshia, I do agree with that on one thing, which is it's... It's been a tough two days. It's been... I've never... I don't want to... I just... This is... I mean, accident or not, someone's still dead, obviously, and that sits heavy, right? I've been having... Weird dreams. I I mean, none of that shit matters. I'm not, we don't have to (laughs) go into all of that detail, but
6: X, that's a lot to to offer.
4: Then you'll have to trust me like you trusted me to take care of the body.
6: It's not heavy for me. Why not? Please don't ask questions that I don't have answers to what like you've killed someone before like stares at you impassively and
4: doesn't speak
2: can I roll insight I was gonna say can I roll yeah insight? I, would I would also have... like to roll insight on <laughs> that uh, it's yeah. happening <laughs> see oh, see do
0: you fuck. just want to roll once for everyone or do you want to roll verse everyone
4: individually I'll roll once for everyone okay deception you got me that's for damn
3: sure <laughs> You got me as well.
4: <laughs> I don't know. I rolled pretty low just now. What did you roll? Uh DC twelve, everyone. I rolled,
1: I rolled a twelve. Roll. Meets it,
2: beats it. I got a I seven.
3: An, I rolled an eight.
2: <laughs> I have a fourteen.
5: Wow, you would see right through them. I would <laughs> I would ask
0: though, um, to sort of narratively justify the twelve the twelve, which is, you know, not low, but certainly not high. What is, uh,
6: pulling X's guard down with this? Because it's kind of, right, a part of their job to lie about (laughs) having killed people.
4: (laughs) So why the the slip-up? In this instant, it's less of a slip-up, and it's more like a, not a threat. But it's almost still like this is a promise, right? Like if if X has killed people before, it actually makes their argument that much stronger. So there's a way that there's also like there's a tension there, like they're already this deep together. So this is already X is thinking about these people less like civilians and more like it's what they said right before they left to go get the body. Welcome to the Covenant almost like they're involved now so they get to know the secrets too not all of them but a flash of the truth like a little bit of that mask cracking apart and falling so
2: yeah stag is kind yeah. of laughing at the tail end of that
6: like ha 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 uh anyway yes no hmm uh what were
2: we t- talking about uh the the f- uh for forgetting thing right right
0: Jasha, how I do think- you react
1: <laughs> yeah i was gonna say i think Jaisha like noticed the the slip the crack in x's mask and seeing i think the uh, stag's reaction as well going from like clearly joking to not uh I think Jisha's eyes kind of like flick over to Stag's and like tried to make eye contact at some point, like like you you saw that you see that too, right? Like not saying that, but with their gaze trying to make come to some sort of like, I it's not just me, right? Yeah, I think at the end of
2: Stag trying to change the topic, they look at you and there's that like moment where like the both of you know. That we know that something's going on, uh, but Stag is just sort of like, uh, Jasha,
1: the uh memory thing, right, right, the memory thing. I, I just think that it might be good for all of us to move on from this. In a way, we can. Maybe we can come to a compromise stack. We can honor Chorus's memory in some way before we
6: forget. We'll have a funeral can... and then we'll drink together. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> I, I mean I just I
2: just have to ask. This isn't some like elaborate ruse to like secretly get me to drink rat poison or something, right?
1: Is that really what
2: you think? I think I don't of you? know. I've just, no, it's just these past two days. Like I said, I haven't really been sleeping well. And I mean, everyone looks like a, like they know, you know what I mean? Like you guys going to class and every, whenever people look at you, you think they know, right? So I, I just, I've just been feeling, I don't know, kind of paranoid. You think we killed yeah. a man
5: to get you to drink rat poison?
2: Well, I don't know. None of this makes sense. How chorus died doesn't make sense. What Whatever the fuck Klecka's up to doesn't make any goddamn sense. None of it makes any sense. Why did he live in a sewer for like 10 years? What's up with that? Why didn't he just go to like an island or something? See, none of this, there's no logic to any of this. Then so who knows? Maybe you are trying to get me to
5: drink rat poison. First of all, I make your morning coffee. Second of all, if we, if you want to, let's fine. Let's go. Let's do research. You're a Lorehold student. Look it up. Right. Yeah.
2: Yeah. The Lorehold libraries and stuff. Yeah. I just, I think before we make any kind of group decision, maybe we should just have more information. Like I said, I'll find out more about Kleka, whatever the hell was going on with him. And maybe we won't even have to
5: forget. Divide and conquer. Work on the memory po- potion thing and then we'll also do research and try to figure out what happened to Klecka.
4: We do need to tie up that loose end before we tie up our own. True. Yeah. We do. And that's
1: why this 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 memory altering butogen needs to work on other people first um before it can work on work on us i'm i'm still i'm still working that out baru is helping me with that actually
3: yeah i i have some ideas um on how we can do that i've i I've made the ring already um uh, thank you jaisha by the way uh, i would wouldn't have been able to do it so quickly without your help but uh and i pull out the ring and it's a it's a very simple um kind of Damascus ring. I don't know if anyone knows what kind of metal that is, but it's kind of like uh, repeatedly folded upon each other over and over again to make almost like a um, like swirling pattern within it um, that almost shimmers uh, with uh, slight iridescence. Uh, the iridescence itself is definitely clearly arcane in nature. And on the face of it is the one of the, um, I believe we had Amorite crystals that we picked up from um, the,
5: Ezraite, the tunnels. yeah.
3: As all right, right, that's it. Um, I adapted it so it should be able to fit most people's fingers, and uh, I wear it, and it shrinks down to fit my finger. And then I turn to Stag, and I'll put it on Stag's finger, and like as it touches the tip, it grows to actually fit onto Stag's finger as well.
2: Oh, nice. Uh, hold on, if we're all wearing these rings. Are people gonna think that we're in some sort of like
3: cult? Oh we're like um no, if you and then I'll I'll run a finger across the band of it on your finger and it disappears. It becomes invisible.
6: Ooh.
2: <laughs> nice, right. I almost forgot you're good at this sort of glamour thing.
3: Um uh Jaisha, um do you wanna try try messaging um stag?
1: Okay. Uh okay and jisha turns to look at stag and kind of looks very intently at them and they cast message and try to say can you hear me
3: and it shouldn't work unless you want me to roll for it yeah but i my do would stop. Okay, you can then.
0: roll with advantage arcana um, or blink what? twice if you
1: can hear me <laughs>
3: <laughs> um because I use smithing tools uh-huh. for this is, this, is this like a check to see if the if I made this right, The basically.
0: ring do what you want it do.
3: Yeah. Can I can I add my um, tool proficiency to mm-hmm. this then? Okay, perfect. Because actually, I'm an expert at it, so I have an expertise in this. Um, As a jeweler? Uh, yeah. I have expertise in mostly all of the tool proficiencies because of my character sheet um my
0: character sheet did
3: that sheet did it for me 26
0: yeah it it works (laughs) you hear you hear no
2: no thoughts head empty stag are are you trying something are you saying something i can't tell because your mouth isn't moving
1: yeah i don't need to move my mouth to to cast the spell are you not can you not? And they turn to um, X, I think, and they cast message to X, who doesn't have the have ring yet,
6: and says, "This is working, right?: Your magic is good, and so is the ring." Oh, that's good news.: Nice. I mean, I don't feel different at all. I just still feel
2: like me.:
3: Yes, yeah, but like, I'm glad you... we
2: have these rings now. It you shouldn't have affect you. One ring.
3: Yes, I was only... Oh, just the one? One ring. Okay, okay. Um, It's Sisterhood
2: of the Travelling
0: Ring of Mind Shielding.
3: I I could probably make more, but I've already exhausted quite a bit of my allowance at the moment. Um, So even if I can make one, it's going to have to wait another month or two.
6: I see. Well, uh,
1: here, I'm glad we know it works. Thank you. Not to be that person but um, that ring should probably be worn by whichever of us is, how do I say this nicely? Um, The most likely to crack. I don't know who that is. I'm not suggesting that it's who who it is. I just think that we should maybe.
4: Stag's eyes
6: flick immediately to Ciro as soon as you say crack, but like very quickly flick away. Zero's eyes are automatically on Baru. Jisha's uh, think... also looking
5: at Baru. Not gonna lie, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna keep it a buck, a thow, a billy wow. Oh, <laughs> it's Baru, my love.
3: <laughs> I think even Baru is pretty aware of that. Um, they're like kind of looking down at the their lap as they kind of fiddle with the ring. Um...
5: Are you literally looking at yourself? <laughs> <laughs>
4: One of the snakes is like, hmm.
3: <laughs> um, <laughs> I think they they don't make an eye contact with anyone, but I think they can feel the gaze of everyone. And they just go, um, if everyone thinks it's best, I wear it. I can wear it. Um,
6: uh, yeah. Just for
1: now, until we get more rings and then everybody can have one.
2: Yeah. So that's gonna take us one, two, three, four, five, four, because we want uh, four months. We have to wait four months.
3: Um, what if, unless you're all willing to pull in, um, it's really expensive <sighs> the ingredients for something like this.
1: I hate to say this, Doug, but it might be time to ask your fathers for money. <sighs>
2: There's two things I absolutely can never ask my dads for, and
6: one of them is money. It's just, like, a rule we have. I'm sorry, I really wish I could. Where, where do you get the materials you need?
3: Um, depending on what exactly I'm looking for. Um, most of the time, I can ask Professor O'Shield and he will connect me with a merchant, or... Um a company that provides spare material, usually I just need scrap metal, so it's never usually too much of an issue. Um, Mr. Arcadium has contacted sometimes when I'm working on a project directly linked with him under his uh, mentorship uh he directly connects me to some of his providers as well.
4: If you get if, me the names, I'll get you the materials you need
3: um
8: yeah okay i can
3: i can write down a list
1: given what we learned two seconds ago i think when x suggests that Jasha looks very concerned at x and then quickly looks over at stag and then looks back at x
4: um oh. and x like turns to meet your gaze with a kind of like problem
6: you know What do you mean that you'll get the materials I didn't realize you had so much money, X? I don't. And these merchants, what do you plan on
4: doing? They won't just give them to you. They might not give them to me, but... Most people won't notice a handful of scrap metal missing from a shipment that probably weighs over three tons. Uh, Would they borrow?
3: Maybe, but we're going to need more than just metal. Um, We're going to need quite a lot of magical ink, and either we're going to have to buy separate ingredients for that or get the whole um, just pre-made magic ink. We're going to need the proper scrolls and parchment needed to make some of the Spellcasting scrolls. Um,
0: Borrow, you know that if you want specialty items in bulk, you're going to have to go to the source. And the largest city close to you is called
6: Paradox Gardens.
3: Um, I I have rapport with um some folks in Paradox Gardens. That's where I go.
2: ah Paradox Gardens,
3: <laughs>
2: Gardens for your paradox. That's the jingle that always plays.
3: Yeah, yeah. Wait, have you? Yeah, every time I go walk in, they usually have that playing um as an advertisement.
1: Sorry, can you say that again? I didn't, I didn't catch that. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Paradox Gardens. The gardens where your
4: paradox. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Is there a second verse in that?
2: Yeah, it's a whole. It's a whole song. I can't believe you
1: guys have Uh, never heard of it. I'm not. I'm not from here, so I've never. Yeah, can you? What's the second verse? Uh. this is my first time out of the
2: monastery if you could just do the whole song actually i think that would be yeah great. it's like uh well i, I either connie- can do the song or i can do the beat which one which one do you want me to do <laughs> all of it
8: <laughs> <laughs> I live the player one of at a time
2: space and i'm like all of it.
0: it connie you also know paradox gardens is known as the uh the city where he- heaven meets the earth
2: Oh oh okay if you need yeah. another verse topic. <laughs> uh well you know like the f- the f- the first verse kind of goes it's pretty self referential this is the first verse heaven meets earth paradox garden come here and get the get a heart and all kinds of colors <laughs> red white, and blue
1: <laughs> green pink and yellow you don't have to choose paradox garden the garden for your paradox and what's the beat on that when when they're when that's mm-hmm. the when that song is going
2: yeah. <laughs> i can't Why believe you? none of you have it's just it kind of goes like a yeah and there's like a, a... uh <laughs> there's like people ad-lib in the back
3: you know that's really spot on um but you can play that yeah. over oh, the, the like, intercom whenever I visit to get...
2: Um, right. It's to a super famous jingle. You
6: guys seriously stonify? It. Yeah, it's all over stonify. It's so weird that I haven't heard this before. I grew up
5: in
1: a different realm. This is I, I've never heard music like that before in my life. To be honest, I don't really listen to that much music, Uh, but maybe I should start after that. Oh
2: well it's just jingle music you know if you want to listen to like
1: actual good music
2: i mean what kind of things do you like to listen to uh prog rock metal you know like classical stuff
1: uh well i mean i'm kind of into the more melancholy you know uh confessional kind some of ballads music. yeah yeah there's some really great indie artists that are writing some incredible
2: ballads right now i could I mean, we're uh, we're 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 getting we're getting off track. I'm sorry. I just I don't know. Just you said Paradox Gardens and boo the jingle like Paradox. It's just it's just you know
6: you know how it is.
1: Maybe you could send me that music uh, another time. But uh, right, focusing. <laughs> um.
3: Yes, um, Paradox Gardens is probably where I can get everything I need without having to go to different um, different merchants. We want it to like strike up a door and get. Um, The cheapest magical ink and then the cheapest metal. They kind of have to kind of have to shop around for that. But if we just want to go to one place for that, we can go there. Um, Maybe we we all go together. tab or something. um, I'm hoping I'm, I'm, I'm enough of a frequent customer that they might trust me to do something like that.
6: Perhaps. And if that doesn't work, we can try it my way. What does your way... mean? It means we get what we need. Are you gonna need any help with your way? If you're offering, there is just one more thing you may or may not have to erase. What, is, what does that mean? It just means I'd be taking something that isn't mine yet.
4: And you have to be very quiet. And they kind of look at Stag, who is known for being very loud.
6: I can be quiet.
4: I can... I can...
2: And Stag stands there, uh, trying their best to be like as quiet as possible. I'm not the GM, but I
1: kind of want to roll to see how how well that goes.
3: The <laughs> jangling uh, uh, of metal.
1: <laughs>
0: yes, please give me what a Dex. <laughs> uh,
1: stealth. Stealth <laughs> check.
2: Yes, stealth yeah, check. Yeah. I have a plus one to stealth. That was a natural twenty. <laughs> Burned in on a good one. Wow,
0: oh, yeah.
6: sad
4: can be quiet. <laughs> then maybe we do all go. Perhaps it would be better if all of us were in Paradise Garden together. Paradise City, Paradise Garden, Paradise Gardens, Paradox, 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 <laughs> paradox. Welcome
0: paradox. To the the
5: paradox, City! Your paradox.
0: <laughs> Get
2: your paradox
0: at Paradox Gardens that's why they had to rewrite the jingle that's right <laughs> no one wanted hot dogs <laughs> <laughs> they said how many meats are in that
1: <laughs> no <laughs> all right so it's settled then yeah
2: if if we're gonna have to do something really risky for the benefit of all of us i think all of us should should do it
1: i agree we don't pin
6: the blame on anyone We're in this together. All of us, now. Exactly. For better or for worse. And I think um, Baru slips
3: on the ring in that moment um, and traces their finger around it as it turns invisible.
2: And horrifyingly, Stag puts out a hand uh, (laughs) into the middle
6: of the circle. Uh, face down. Come on, oh. we do this at Mage Tower all the time. Yeah, but that's dif-
1: okay. Uh, and Jaija puts their hand reluctantly on top of Stag's.
4: X also kind of does it, but they don't really look like they know why they're doing it. But they do it.
3: Baru is very visibly confused, but does it anyway.
4: Ciro
5: hates every fucking second of this <laughs> as they put their hand into This is lame. This is, this
1: is not cool. We usually have a chant in Mage Tower. I don't oh, know if you'd want to go all the way with this, Stag. I don't, don't want to chant.
4: Did you do the jingle like again?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, and Stag says very seriously, like her face, like, completely grim.
1: Paradox Garden's a garden for your paradox
4: paradox gardens a garden for your paradox 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 gardens a garden for
0: your paradox uh and with that we fly back from this uh cringe (laughs) scene (laughs) out of the window and our view tilts down so we're just getting uh an overhead shot of the bog uh And just as we reach the edge of our vision, we can hear the distinct sucking noise of someone's
6: booted feet trumping through the swamp. And
0: that's where we're going to end the episode. Uh, We're going to have Connie go last tonight because Connie's got the big bang announcement. Uh, C, do you want to start us off
4: with, uh, with outros? Oh my gosh. He booted bootily. Uh, thank you. Huffer. I had to say that <laughs> new, out loud with my boot mouth. <laughs> <laughs> new boot goofin'. He boots you big for he got damn mud. Hi everyone. My name is C. I use they them pronouns. You can find me making very trans, very gay art on the internet at pie sharp. Art. If you liked what I did here tonight, you like what I do other places. So check me out on Mondays at, um, uh, exquisite corpse checks, Check me out on Thursdays on the Mythic Initiative. Uh, Check me out on Saturdays at uh, Transplaner RPG, which is coming up on its final season. Eight more episodes left. Ah! And the intro there tonight, but Connie will talk all about that later. I'm in a couple of upcoming things. You'll see them when you see them. I don't know. Uh, Check to just follow me on Twitter. uh, And also on Hive at Cplays if you want. Um, And that's been me. I played X, who's definitely not an assassin, who definitely hasn't killed, like, way more people. They're like, why is everyone so concerned? Everyone is really, really concerned about this. Why? I don't get it. Uh, anyway, I am going to pass it to Hamna. Thank
1: you. Hello, everybody. My name is Hamna. I use any and all pronouns, and I am a teacher RPG performer. Uh, today, I have been Jisha, who uses they they right pronouns, who is coming up with some very not terrible ideas about how we should all handle this. Uh, very, very healthy ways of processing our emotions. Um, <laughs> if you like what I do, uh, you can... Uh, find me on Twitter at Shahid underscore, where I talk about all of the different projects that I'm a part of. I'm on a lot of different APs right now. So uh, if you want to know where I am at any given point in time, Twitter is the best place to keep up with me. Um, I will just shout out the next stream that I will be on will be on Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern time over on The Exquisite Corpse Presents with C. Uh, we are playing Divine Intervention, which is a D&D 5E campaign where we play Mortals Reborn as Gods. It is season two. Uh, we are currently... Oh, there's, oh, Drac is also on that. And um, it's going to be a time because I think Drac and I are going to fight next episode. We're going to fight.
3: Who knows uh, I'm going to kill
1: Drac <laughs> I'm going to kill Drac next episode So if you want to come see that Finally
3: You're going to kill Drac? Thank you not, Thank you for not,
1: your service Not, 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 not Drac's character. character No, oh, not Drac's character okay, I'm going to kill Drac yeah. okay. They've yeah. been Humna
3: to do this for ages I'm just glad it's yeah. happening uh, Yeah, <laughs> so, and I'm really
1: excited, personally uh, And with that, I will actually pass it on to Drac
3: <laughs> Yes, hi, I'm the one that's going to be murdered by Humna I'm Drac, called Draconics. You can find me on Twitter at Draconics S-D-R-A-K-O-N-I-Q-U-E-S I just want to say, Lexi, just wait until tomorrow's episode. Your your tomorrow, Monday's episode. You'll see if I learn my lesson. Um, but uh, like everyone said, um, I'm going to be on on Mondays. Every other Monday, I'm over on Exquisite Corpse presents a campaign called Divine Intervention, where I we play gods, or in Harmon uh, and C's case, mortals turn gods. And I play Cronus, the god of time. And yeah, there might be some hands thrown between me and hamna uh during the episode now it's going to be very interesting um because what else um saturdays i'm here hi um i have other things going on but i can't remember what i'm actually allowed to talk about um, so just keep an eye on me on twitter at draconics d-r-a-k-o-n-i-q-u-e-s um the same on hive as well if you want to follow me there because i'm doing a bunch of really cool very interesting stuff um, also the co-founder and event organizer French World Dice um, we're going to be winding down a bit this for the end of this year but we've got some very cool projects in the works um, that's going to be starting up in a new year uh, but yeah, that's it I'm going to throw it over to Liv
5: Hello. Yeah, things are winding down. But hey, we're still here. and We're having a good old time. Uh, my name is Liv. You can find me on the internet at live in a day. I'm Liv. It's a day and I'm, I'm in it. I'm here. Thank you so much for joining me. Um, I really only have one other thing this year. I'm going to be, uh, we have the finale of Delta Green, um, Henrietta over on the Lost Caravan, where I play a very small, very anxious newbie to the team, um, Agent Micro. I am also playing the techie of the group, which is really, really hard for me because if you know me at all, (laughs) I am not the tech person. I am not a computer person. I don't know anything about those boxes. Um, but yeah, we're having a good time. Um, and I'll be here on Saturday having a blast with everybody, but that's all I've got. Um, go, go watch and support Connie, our, our master beatboxer. Connie, take it away it's me connie the
2: master beatboxer i just had to shoehorn a away in to do it <laughs> it, was perfect.
3: Um, it was so good
2: <laughs> yes uh i've been connie chong my pronouns are they he and she you can find me across the internet at by connie chong that's b-y-c-o-n-n-i-c-h-a-n-j j g uh, namely on twitter and tiktok i am also the gm and creative producer for transplaner rpg which is an odd transgender poc led dark fantasy D show set in an original non-colonial anti-orientalist world uh the very last stream of 2022 for transplaner is tonight it's in like 90 minutes at 8 p.m u.s eastern time it's only 20 minutes long and it's a very special arc 7 interlude which bridges the gap for our campaign into arc 8 which will debut next year uh like early january like the first saturday of january uh which is going to be our final arc the very last arc of transplaner rpg uh, the second stranger our first main campaign and the interlude tonight is going to be truly off the walls it's gonna be a wild ride uh i'm in it three times it's starring me three times as three different people uh as two different characters and a narrator so you should tune in it's fully scored very experimental it's like black box theater bullshit Uh, so that's interesting to you Tune in at 8 on Transplaner RPG. Again, it's only 20 minutes long. There's going to be a pre-show and a post-show where I talk to you and say hello. Uh, so come swing by and say hello. It'll be a nice, quick, uh, f- fully f- scored sound effect uh, little finale uh, for Arc 7. And thank you, Vanna, for providing me the space to do a special little Transplaner sign-off tonight. I'm and I'm so going to pass it back to you.
1: Oh, thank you.
2: Um,
0: I'm Vanna! You can find me streaming here, twitch.tv slash Vanna, V-A-N-A, full-time. I am going to be uh, gone. Well, I think I'm going to play some Fortnite tonight because I have to for a contract. <laughs> so catch me after after the Transplaner stream, <laughs> playing some Fortnite. Um, but then I'm going to be off for a few days, hanging with my fan bam. Uh, but then I'll be back. I'll be back. So keep an eye on my Twitter at uh, Havanarama, H-A-V-A-N-A-R-A-M-A. That's the best bet uh, to see when and where and how and why I go live. And uh, we have no episode next week. It is Christmas Eve and we must be visited by three ghosts in the night. So we cannot (laughs) be here, Uh, but we will have an episode on new year's Eve and it's going to be guest starring a Bria Iyengar. So make sure you mark your motherfucking calendars. Uh, That'll be new year's Eve, 3 PM ET episode seven um and I'm sure Abria will do nothing nefarious or bad or wicked. <laughs> now go raid. A friend of mine and we'll see y'all next time. Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. Bye-bye.